Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your usually bi-weekly uh, podcast for gaming news and entertainment and catching up on things that Minimap people are doing at the time and what the, it's been a while. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer. As always, I'm joined by June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. Why do you always introduce me last? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this with you guys again, all right? <laughs> You'll have to swap it around. Do it randomly. We'll never know. That, that sounds like you guys are like writing down on a spreadsheet like this time it was me and this time it was me and this time it was you and that's not good <laughs> um so it's been a little while we had a, a momentary hiatus on uh on podcast our lives became busy with things as lives do but we're here now i went to japan you did go to Japan. That was cool. That you was should, cool. Everyone should go check out June's Instagram for that. You can. It was, it was Craig, sweet. Craigie Curse on Instagram. All it, my stories are there. Yeah, it was really sweet. I've made your stories a moment or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, cool. so they're perpetually on my profile. Nice. Took some good ones. Probably the best thing Instagram have done since, I don't know, well, uh, before. Taking away yeah, likes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> before since taking away likes <laughs> is making your stories be able to be permanent. Yeah. Mm. After the fact. Yeah, and you can have them all in like the one collated album thing mm. as well. Mm. It's yeah. neat. It's neat. So, this is your bi-weekly Instagram podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, if you like what we do here on the Minimap cast or at minimap.com.au, our website, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau and have a look at the tiers there to see if you would be comfortable to support us to create the content that we like to make for you and that you like to listen from us. Mm -hmm. uh, there are things like listening to outtakes from our podcasts and finding our notes from our podcasts and getting access to the pilot episode of our third podcast, The Pecking Order, which is about ranking the kissability of characters from gaming and pop culture. And we really like it and we're really excited about it and you should listen to it. I think we're going to talk about Jeremy Runner next time. I'm down. Although we ha we do have to talk about I'm not his... down to kiss him, though. <laughs> That's the whole point of the podcast. Spoilers. Which is our other podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Get, all right. Anyway, moving on. That was that was that was a fastball. Um, yeah, go have a look over there. See if you like anything. And with that, I think we'll get into the uh, the the. I was going to say inaugural. The um, what's the what's the fancy word for the first segment? The 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 commensuratory. Is it just inaugural? No, but that's like the first. Yeah. That's like the first, not like. The first. The pilot. Sully. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, good one. Good one. <laughs> Let's talk this game Tom Hanks. <laughs> God. Woody. Yeah, great. Okay, so let's talk about the games we've been playing. Um, who wants to start? Not me. I'll start. Okay. Go, June. Jeremy has a question first, though, I think. No, that's for the question corner. Oh, okay. Never you mind. have a question? For the question corner. Okay. It's June's question corner, Jeremy. I know, but I had I had a, I have an interesting one. Oh, which which okay. you're more than welcome to use or not. Okay. okay. It's probably better than what I have. Oh my so. god. He's he's that's he's he's trying to take over. I'm not. It's okay, I'll allow it this one. Alright. Just keep an eye on him. You can take this out if you'd like. No, don't mind. It's not actually that funny. Um, okay, so <laughs> last week. There was games that came out. So many, right? So many games. Like a lot. Um, I'm broke. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I bought two. 
<laughs> One of them was only fifty dollars. Though, um, Madame Madan came out um, last week as well, which is made by the same supermassive who made um, Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. And I four years ago. I love Until Dawn. Wow. I was watching the trailers of Until Dawn. Actually, the fucking difference. Oh, like, like graphically looks, and yeah, like Madame Madan is gorgeous. They've been making it's it for so a pretty. While. Like the the models the, of the people are kind of iffy. Like the teeth are really strange for some reason. The teeth were strange in Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. I, there's something about it. I'm not sure. Are they super massive? Yes, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's but, an Easter egg they put in their game that actually breaks their game. <laughs> but people the lens... think they're called super massive games, but they're called super massive teeth. <laughs> Please shut up. Yeah, sorry. Um, but the the graphics and um, like the landscapes and like uh, it's beautiful. Like yeah, it's right. really gorgeous. Um, so there's one thing you'll need to know about me. And it's that I have a fear of giant ships, like really big ships, like big, big ass boats. You have a fear of giant yeah, ships. really big ships. Whether they are like functional or not. Yes. Is it, do they have to be submerged? No. If it's a no, dry docked uh, either, gigantic like either, ship. Either, like, you know that scene on um, Sherlock Holmes, the first one? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the big ship? Yeah. That's oh, fucked right. up. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's a subreddit I should show you, which is about gigantic mechanical objects submerged oh. underwater. It is a phenomenal fucking subreddit. Do you do you understand it, or is it a bit phobic and a bit outside of your reach? I, I don't know. I don't know why it is. It's just like I think you know those you know those pictures of of people standing next to ships that haven't gone in the water yet. Like I think it started with that, and then it's just like it's just gone off the rails. Oh. Um. So Man of Madan is about. It's set on a gigantic it's ship. Set on a <laughs> a gigantic like ghost ship. Um. And um. It's fucked up. I don't know why I bought this game. <laughs> uh, no, it's really good. So what what have what they've done instead of um what they did with Until Dawn, they've have there's a five player co op mode. Um, so you can either play five player. So you can either play by yourself or you can either play movie night mode, which you play with five up to five people. That's incredible. So you can put your name in and then you choose each. Everyone chooses a character yes. who you want to play as, oh, which is really fucking that's neat. So good. So after after like the scene is done, it'll be like um June. Pick up the controller, and like then you get to play your character, and you get to choose what you want to do with that character and how you want to play that character, mm-hmm. and you've got to do the quick time events, and if you fuck up, it's your fault. Um, I love which that. is really neat. But I'm only playing with four people, so I get two characters. Right. Ooh. But my character's dead, so I only get one character. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and like that's been really great, and I'm really glad that they included that because Until Dawn is such a good game to play with other people, um, and Men of Adana is just like improved on that again. That's awesome. Um, I'm. I- I I was thinking like the other day it's like do I like Man of Medan more than I like Until Dawn mm. um, and the answer is like I don't know wow. <laughs> I don't know because like Until Dawn is a lot longer Man of Medan's only about five to six hours yeah and Until, Until Dawn's Dawn sort of the ten, ten to, hours yeah. because it's set in those like exactly ten hours yeah um, Until Dawn and um, I think like in terms of um, I mean like both of those games are very cliche very like very frustrating like horror tropey mm-hmm. um but like obviously that makes it what it is like until dawn was so good because it, it had all those horror tropes right it's and like to it, a point yeah and men have done exactly the same like the characters are all like fucking annoying and like <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know um and someone's trying to get laid and yeah like straight up oh i just <laughs> um but so far, like, I haven't finished it. I think we're going to finish it tomorrow night. Um, but I think we're about four hours in. So so we're getting there. Um, and it's been really, really good so far. And I think because that co-op is there, it's been excellent. So, That's so cool. 
Because when I've heard like people talking about like from you know kind of funny stuff talking from preview events, mm. they've spoken about how there's that you can play it single player or you can play it like two player online co op. You can do that too. Yeah, yeah which, which is, is really cool. cool where yeah. you play multiple characters at the same time. Yeah, and you don't get that other character's perspective. Character's perspective. Yeah, so you've got the two. You've got two humans playing two different sides of the story at the same time, mm. and then when they when the stories coalesce, they don't have the information of all of what the other characters were going through and so they can accidentally fuck the other characters okay. just because they don't know mm. or something like that so that's pardon me that's a really interesting like facet but mm. I really like that they've integrated that movie mode um, sort of movie, movie night, night you said yeah it's called, they, it's called movie night which that's I so think is really sweet too because I think people did that it for Until Dawn yeah. on their own anyway yeah probably that, that's how I did it yeah <clears throat> it was just uh, we were uh, I think I've told this before on the podcast but yeah we were at a beach house and yeah. for about like six days and every day we would play an, an hour or two and swap out the controller yeah and yeah. that was perfect length for that experience and by the end we fucked everything up and yeah. <laughs> the, in, the entire of the last night we were like no everyone's dying the, the only sort of thing that's uh, been a bit annoying about that is like if a character dies really on really early on like then someone else, someone just can't play yeah um so like for example um there's like my housemate grace's character has just like fucked off <laughs> and i think they've escaped like i think that, right, that, okay. that that's it that's just it that's awesome which is happening like maybe the first hour of the game so like grace just can't play <laughs> so the only I, smart person in a horror story ever <laughs> but they were the fucking d- i hated that character so much so i'm glad i'm glad they fucked off but also yeah what yeah um the, the other thing i was gonna say is it's very it's much more unforgiving than until dawn was really in terms of it's quick time events and the way characters die mm-hmm. um so for example last night a character died and i had to google how they died because i had I, it didn't make sense to me oh you just it just, I, didn't they get just it. like it just like cut from another person it was doing a, like a cutscene from a different character and then that my character wasn't even in the same room and then it cuts to them dead on the ground i'm like what? Whoa, that's weird. What? Yeah, the the game is a lot about um like um hallucinating and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um it, it's a bit funky with like who is who and like um what's actually happening and what's not actually happening and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's probably the only criticism I have so far. Right, sounds sweet. I haven't heard such also, like outright praise for yeah. it. That's awesome. And also for a game that's like fifty bucks, I don't know, like. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with, like, this Dark Pictures anthology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Totally. Because I think it's such a good concept and, like, it is such a good idea. Yeah. Like, this... Like, everyone... I mean, not everyone, but, like, horror games are so fun Mm. to play with other people. And they've just, like, fucking nailed that, so... Totally. And, like, you'd you'd hope that the the time they've put into making this one be what it is, they can... And, like, getting the other games ready at the same time. Like, it might be sort of more like an episodic thing. Like, every six months or so, we get a new supermassive... Do you remember um, in Until Dawn, there was a psychologist that talked at the start? They've done a similar thing called the curator. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he's going to be... Yes. The same character in every, every anthology yeah. um, installation. I've so, heard that, yeah. Which is cool because it's quite a cool character. So, And he gives you hints and stuff. Awesome. That was going to be my next question. Like, is there is there that one character that you reckon is going to be part of the whole series? But yeah, yeah I reckon that, it's going to be. That's, that, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Twilight Zone or something. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. I'll let you all know how it goes Yeah. next time. Thanks. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. I, I've been wanting to play Until Dawn, um, but just haven't, I guess, made the time to do it. You should play Until Dawn. Yeah, I think I think like I think overall Until Dawn is going to win out in terms of like of I think Until Dawn's story is going to be better. Yeah, um, and the characters are going to be better, and the twist is going to be better. But um, Madame Madame's really good mm. for 
the the shortness it is. Like it's kind of just it. nice to have like more content, yeah. sort of a deal. Yeah. yeah. I um, think the I think the series was originally going to be a PlayStation exclusive, similar to Until Dawn, and I think there was some issue with PlayStation wanted to own the IP of. Uh, wait, dark, so, dark Pictures? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Dark Pictures Anthology, and they wanted to keep it. So this is their go at doing it on their own. Mm. Um, they did a good job. Mm. Yeah, they, no, I'm, I don't think the um, reach has been as much as Until Dawn was. Yeah. Well, cause, I mean, you know, Until Dawn was at A3 and everything. Yeah. yeah it yeah. might be a slow burn. It might be a slow... Yeah, maybe when the next one comes out, people are like, oh, this this looks really interesting. I'll yeah. go pick up Mamadon. At some point, they'll probably release the anthology as yeah. well. And yeah. that'll be a massive package oh, of... I wonder if they'll do like a cute collector's edition or something. Yeah, like Ooh. that'd be sweet, wouldn't well, it? And it'll, be, it'll be like a Necronomicon sort of book. <laughs> yeah, and like each page has got this like different tone for each different chapter mm. of the... Ooh. Like, I, they've got That's something really cool. here. I, I also wonder like... um. I can't quite remember, like, if anyone's listening, like, um, at me, I guess. Um, the <laughs> I, I think maybe maybe I even like dreamt it. I don't know, but like, um, that I think someone said at the start, like, if a character survives, they might go on to the next game. Oh, but I don't don't quote me on that. That's not really much of an anthology at that point, though, is yeah, it? Yeah, because I thought it was just short stories, right? Yeah, like, like, like separate, yeah. yeah, non-connecting stories yeah. or I'm not sure. lightly connecting stories. That's, yeah, maybe well, we'll, I, maybe I dreamt it. We'll find out. Mm. I want more franchises to do more anthology style stories. Like one of my favorite shows when I was a kid was The Twilight Zone, mm. and like more franchises that are big can use some anthology series to help flesh out universes that isn't just like more of the same story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, Jeremy, why are you doing that? I have to cut that out. Don't <laughs> cough into the microphone. <laughs> um. Oh, awesome! I'm glad it's I'm glad it's sounding so good. I was not convinced, but now I am. No, I I, I love I loved until dawn. Mm. So very excited to have more content. Awesome! What else have you been playing? Ah, last week, uh, also also came last week. Also came out Astral Chain. Astral came also. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no, not going to bother saying that. I have that. to say this, and I'm not going to publicly. Shame them, but I was working at work where we sell video games, and someone was searching to see if we had copies, and they wrote Astral Train. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Astral Chain. Astral Chain. The game by Platinum, who also did Bayonetta and Nia. Yeah. Came out last and, week. Um, and Devil May Cry. And Devil May Cry. Um, it sure is one of those games. That's Ninja Theory. No, Devil May Cry. No, not Devil May Cry. Not Devil May Cry. No, it's a similar game. Yeah, that's why I always get. I always it's the same genre. I always think they're a platinum game, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, all right, never mind. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sure is one of those games, though. It's it's a very it's a platinum game. Everyone. So can I can I quickly ask you? Yes. So you were really stoked for this game for for its like its setting and how it looks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but you don't like those action games. Yeah. <laughs> how has it been? Uh, like I expected. Um, it's uh, okay, it's uh, I'm maybe like four or five hours in. Okay. Um, it's a lot all the time. Like I mean, like so, like platinum. It, that's what platinum's. See, but uh, see, I liked Nier a lot and Nier's yeah. combat a lot. Yep. So like, I think that's different. It's it's more bayonetta than it is Nier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Nier is more like action adventure, right? Than it is like is action combat. Like that sort of no the com- the, uh, the combat isn't over the top and like here's 
a hundred things you can do at once and like and like combos, combos and yeah astral chain doesn't have combos oh, that I know okay. of yet um it has some really cool mechanics to do with your i can't remember legion. what they're called yeah legion actually, i'm pretty I think that's yeah right. pretty sure mm. um which i was really excited about so like there's one where like um you can wrap your cha- your literal the chain yep. around an enemy to hold it in place yeah which I think is really cool because you have to like make your legion like do a loop around it, like stuff like that's really cool. But it's also really hard to execute when everything else is happening at the same time. Well, that's the thing with this game, right? It's like you've got your main character, and then you can control this legion, which is like this summonable, like monster, I like, guess, mech dog Evangelion. thingy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's then kind you of a slave, and then you control. Yeah, it literally is. And then you control both of them at once. Yeah. And the two characters are joined by the astral chain. Yeah, but so it, it's that sounds like a, a lot harder than it actually is because yeah. a lot of the time your legion will do its own thing. Oh, interesting. So it has like it. You can tell it to lock on, and you can pull it back and take it out again. Um, it has like a timer of how much you can use it as so, well. So it's kind of more like a like a summonable ally. Yeah, yeah, but you you obviously want it out most of the time. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, as for like um, in terms of like story and stuff, it's like fine so it's a fine story yeah maybe i haven't got into it enough um they sure are cops yeah <laughs> which is a shame yeah, you two are unhappy about that yeah well it's it's very heavy cop stuff oh it's like heavy okay. yeah, yeah it's like it, it it's you know like it it, it 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 very very heavily leans into like the cops like sort of owning and running things uh. more than is like it's not really on the level. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm. That's a bit of a shame. Yeah. But I, I think it, I'm very pleased with how uh, the setting, like the setting is really cool. Mm. And, like the the concept of these things is really cool. Awesome. Um, which I'm, yeah, happy with. So, and also like I was, <laughs> I was already so torn about whether to play as the dude or the girl. And then I was like, oh, fuck. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to choose. And then I realized you can change the hair and you can change the the eye color you can change the hair color yeah you can change the name like it's like just gave me like a bazillion more options like i can't do this <laughs> i can't do this <laughs> um, what, what did you call your character jun because it's a male name in japanese right oh okay. yeah chose mine lane lane oh, yeah for a girl that's pretty cute yeah that's nice I happened to be on Twitter and I looked at the first name that was on Twitter and it was Lane. I was like, yeah, all right. That's not a bad way to go no, about no, it, honestly. It, it was actually like, I think I'm going to start doing that for like then, names. Then you, name, then, then you can like add them and be like, hey, I named my character after you because you were the first thing on my Twitter feed when yeah, I, I looked. I, I don't think it was someone I followed though, so I wouldn't want to be like, hey. Okay, no, fair enough. <laughs> hey. I named my persona after you. <laughs> uh, funny. Um... I've also been playing in the last week or so. I jumped back into Spider-Man. Yeah. Marvel Spider-Man. Um, we should always talk about this game. We should always. Every podcast. Never stop just a Spider-Man talking podcast. about this game. Yeah. Um, God, it's so good. It is, though. Like, So, I hadn't... Um, I finished the game and then I put it down because I think something else came out at the time. Red Dead. Red Dead came Red out. Red Dead was right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> something. Um, oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> that big one. And um, Red Dead fucked me for a while. And then I jump back into it like a year, a year later it, a year it came yet. out a year no red, red dead came out of pax at november yeah do you want yeah no. y'all know why red dead came out on that date why because that was the anniversary of the shootout at the okay corral go on i don't know what that is i'm it's so glad developers at- had to crunch for that deadline <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the shootout at the okay corral is the big shootout between like doc holiday and stuff mm. um behind the 
at the OK Corral in uh, Tombstone, Arizona. Cool. I don't remember the date. That's all right. But it was on November the 20-something. Whatever the Red Dead was. Anyway. Um, yeah, I was I was saying it's <laughs> been a, a year a year on Saturday since Spider-Man came out. That's what I was saying. Okay, right. so it has been a year. Yeah. Um, I, I remembered the date. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nerd. Um, uh, so, I, had, I put the game down and then I I'd actually bought the DLC and I was like, I'll play this later because I loved this game. Yeah. And then I never played it. So, I, I'm really excited to have more of that game to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sure is just still so fun. It's just so fun. And, like, I don't think I've ever used the fast travel in that game ever because, yep. mm. like, just swinging around the city is just so good. Yeah. Like, unparalleled to anything. Um, the DLC, I think Kerry read an article about it that you can read on minimap.com. And um, about how, like, basically the title was, like, um, Spider-Man is just video game junk food mm. and like i've actually said that, uh, yeah I've, I've said that to multiple people and they're like yeah yeah that's right and it's like because it is though it's just like so it's, it's just, there's no real substance there but like it's still so fun and so i don't know i'm having a good time i'm yeah. having a really good time yeah like the story isn't that great it's not really that great but the fact that there is more to play is yeah. like exactly what i want so i'm gonna platinum the game i've decided i'm just gonna do it it's it's, it's one of the best platinums to get. Like it's got like a ten percent like rating. Like yeah. Yeah. the amount of people who play the game, yeah. like ten percent of the people do That's the platinum. Really high. It's yeah. so high. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's so cause it's so fun. It like, is. It is. And they made everything really fun to do, even mm-hmm. all the small tasks. And they didn't make everything too hard. It's not like mm. do get three stars on all the Taskmaster mm-hmm. things. They yeah. didn't make it that. It was like get two stars on all of them. Exactly. So. And and yeah, you don't have to if you want the platinum, you don't have to get all the gadgets, right? It's just all uh, the suits and stuff. Which yeah, means you but don't you get have all, to get, get all, all those the, anyway. Yeah, at specifics, I guess. Yeah, but um, it's not it's not as hard to platinum as no, other things. It's not as thorough, I suppose. And it's fun. And it's fun to do anyway. So it doesn't, th- doesn't really feel grindy at all. Mm, mm, agreed. And and I think it's, you know, because like you, you were saying, you know, you've never you don't think you've ever used the fast travel. Yeah. I barely. I think I might have used it once, maybe. Which is a shame because the fast travel in the game is actually really good. It's it? it's one of the best That's fast right, travels because you get, you? You get yeah. these really cute cutscenes. Like yeah. just just moments. I don't think I've ever used it. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm there's there's it. like I think there's one where Spidey's sitting on a train and he's on his phone and yep. this guy's like asleep on his shoulder yep. or something. And oh, Spidey's, Spidey's he's just, just on the train. He's just fine with it. Because Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> and a quick quick spoiler for the third act of the of the game. So block your ears for a minute. Like not even a minute. Just... No, that game came out a year. Came out a year I know. Ago, I know. Like... That's why that's why I'm mentioning it. But. When the city's under like lockdown from Sable after um after the like outbreak, um when you use the fast travel, Spidey's like sitting between carriages, and so you see like Sable officers like walking That's so up and down, and he's like <laughs> lying on his back with his feet up, still on his phone, <laughs> like in the middle of the carriages, but he's just stuck there. It's just, like, so see, good. Stuff like that, like like yeah. th- there's just so many little things that just really make it so good and yeah. so like fun and happy like i don't think i can not be happy playing that game or like mm-hmm. i mean the main well, story that's was it. pretty heavy but that, like... that, that game did make me cry <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know i don't know it's a wonderful game it's wonderful and i'm having a good time i i'm sad it got so snubbed last year it, last for year game was of such the year year the year of releases like, so stacked so i don't know I, like it should have got more but what can you do when you're up against red dead and god of war i don't know what you can do honestly Maybe make another one. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Question mark? Well, now that Insomniac have heard us talk about it, now they'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> now we have to add Insomniac. Yeah. Uh, I also played Overwatch for like 
20 minutes yesterday. How'd you like it? Still shit. Have you, have, you, have, have you done the new roll lock? Yeah. It's fine. Is it better or worse? No, I still it? lost all my matches. No, I won one. But like I played three and lost two. So it but was still were, were they more interesting matches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say so, actually. So is it, it's a beneficial change? I think it's a benefit. Yeah, I, I, I do take... Not take back, but like I, I reconsider what I was talking about last podcast when we were talking about... Was it the podcast before? I don't remember. When I was talking about how I didn't like Rolock. Right. Um, and I think... The potential is good. Okay. Mm. Cool. Cool. Sweet. Sigma sure doesn't wear shoes. Sure <laughs> does not wear shoes. Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure is barefoot sure for is. really bad reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Not that there's a good reason to be barefoot. But <laughs> what the? F- All right. All right. I'm cutting you guys off. <laughs> you better leave that in. <laughs> so. That's funny. Um, Carrie, what have you been playing? I are you guys ready for this heavy hitting commentary cannot, on the current state of gaming? I cannot wait for the most topical section I have been of the podcast. The two thousand and two or three, I can't remember two thousand and two or three Bioware Star Wars game, Knights of the Old Republic from Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the full title? Yeah, right. Two thousand and two or three. That's a great Why? question. Why? Why? Okay, that, that is a good question. Um, it's a game I'd started a few, like, I think about this time last year, maybe even longer. Um, and because it's an older style game, it requires, like, manual saving. And if you don't manually save and you, like, die, you lose, like, minutes of progress. Like, Oof. so I had just gotten to the point of, like, a couple of, like, last, when I put it down last, when... I just got my lightsaber and I was just starting to like become a Jedi and like explore the area around the Jedi council chambers and on Dantooine and stuff like that. Walking around, walking around, walking around. And then I lost like 15 minutes straight of progress and I just put the game back and I just, I just put it down and I didn't go back because I felt so <laughs> salty about it. And it's interesting because in the, in the time I've been playing it in the last week, I did have it crash on me one time and I went back and I was like, ah, I did like three minutes of stuff. And because I lost that, I didn't go back to it for like four days. (laughs) It's so weird. It's so weird. And then I went back to it and I found out it auto-saved before it crashed. Right. So, it it took, I like got in the boat, which like took me between areas, put me in the new area, auto-saved and crashed. So, when I started up again, I was like, oh, I didn't lose any progress. Great. (laughs) But anyway, why am I playing it? Um. Because I've heard it's so great and, you know, you hear how influential it is. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I got it in one of those Star Wars bundles that was cheap on Steam, you know, a few years ago, like, you know, 15 bucks for like eight games or something. Yeah. Um, I really, I got it, like, the controls are dated. It's, it is an old game. It looks old. It feels old to play. And, like, it's such an old, old school RPG that it, all of the descriptions of, like, weapon damage and attributes and stuff like that still use D&D terminologies. Like, it still talks about weapon damage in, like, dice roll terminology. Right. It's really... It's like a proper RPG. It's That's really... funny. It's really full-on, unlike Mass Effect. Um, they hadn't quite aged past the point of just putting all of that stuff into the, like, base code of the game so that you the player didn't see all of it. It was yeah, I don't know. So like it's 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 a bit obtuse to start with, but once you learn how to control the game and you start getting a bit stronger so you don't like miss every eighth attack. Well no, you don't miss all attacks except every eighth one. Um it's quite fun. And the writing is actually pretty good and the voice acting is fine. Like mm-hmm. 
and the music's quite good. So it it, it really Star Wars music. It, it it is, and it really sells the world. Um, it's funny every now and then you'll talk to like a a Twi'lek or something like that, or you know in. Return of the... You haven't seen Star Wars, have you, June? Not at all. I've <sighs> seen none. All right, Gerald. This is going to be another, you know another one of those like. episodes. Another one of them. Where I just sit here and then I'm not, out. I'm not going to talk about it for too long. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but you know how in, like, episode six, yeah. how uh, Jubba's, like, butler, the guy with all the, like, tentacles, mm. he talks in that, like, language. Yeah. They, there, are, there are characters in that have different races that talk in that different language. Right but there's only like eight different sets of voice lines. And so they're all subtitled, yeah. but you get the same voice lines. So you get the, <laughs> except like over and over and over <laughs> with the same intonation and, and, really and lilt in the same actual like voice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's nice to, it's nice to play another Mass Effect game, but that isn't Andromeda. Cause I tried playing Andromeda. It just didn't hook me. Right. Like, because they try and do a whole bunch of lore dumping on you. Yeah. And I tried playing Dragon Age Origins, and the PC port is kind of really inaccessible too, in a different way. I found that really hard to get into. So, like, it's just, once I got through, once I started, and now that I'm in it, it's just fun doing the whole, like, talk to your characters to try and uh, find out their backstories, or you bring, you have to bring two of them out as your, like, companions on the missions, and then if you have them out long enough and they've got it written, they'll they'll have, like, moments between each other. Mm-hmm. Um does this it, sorry? Oh, it's okay. I was just gonna say it's just really good. Right. Does this make you more or less excited for Fallen Order? Nothing. Neither. Neither. Mm. Like it doesn't doesn't affect your. because they have spoken about being influenced by Kotor. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. Okay, that does make me more excited then. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, just knowing nothing, I would say that they're so far apart, and there have right. been so many more games that have come out more recently than that that have been more influential. That. Like. Forced Unleashed 2. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How do the graphics hold up? Badly. Yeah. Badly. Facial animation isn't great. Um, but the lightsabers are lightsabers, so that's cool. <laughs> but, like, they all, like, hold their weapons in their hands the whole time. And Even but they're, they're like- Are they on no matter what? The lightsabers? Yeah. No. Okay. They're only on in combat or but- when you, like, flourish them. There's a flourish button. Um, <laughs> Cute. Which, obviously, because you have lightsabers. Yeah, of course. Um, but like your character will like hold their their like their hands straight, you know, like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Like just like a doll would hold their hands straight, even when they're holding a sword. So that so their fingers are straight out, not clutched around the sword the whole time. So they're just like holding it like this. It's really weird. But yeah, it's all superficial and and it's nice to be in that world and it's nice to be surrounded by the writing. Some of it's like schlocky, like too schlocky. Like there's this like Romeo and Juliet like lovers like yeah. families that hate each other thing and it comes to this head this point where you like you're trying to escort the two like lovers from the families out from <laughs> one of the compounds and the the rival compound comes like the father with his droids comes and then the father from the compound you just comes out comes out and and the father's like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make up names and one of them's like Arlen and the other one's like Jimmy and the other one's like Sarah and the other one's like Sarah and the other one's like Jimmy and the other one's like Alan and the other one's like Donkey Sarah <laughs> like it, like no joke like it's so <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going didn't you 
<laughs> that whole like two minutes was so much. <laughs> and so it like it's just dumb. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, like it's cool. Like I don't know. Like they they but they they lean into it hard enough, and mm. then you do the rest of the storyline or whatever. I've been having a great time. Cool. I don't know that I'll keep. I don't know how much I'll get to it because we've got like game spoilers to do for the next couple of weeks, and I just bought Fire Emblem and stuff like that. But right. it's just fun. Yeah, it's really good. You guys should play more Bioware games. Speaking of Fire Emblem, for like two seconds, I just want to put on the record that um, I think Kerry is going to side with uh, Golden Deer. Golden Deer. That's th- for for those who only know the cover art. That is upside down yellow boy. The golden man, the sun boy. Um, and we'll see how that goes in the future. And which one am I going to go? Ooh, are you playing a? I haven't played it yet. He hasn't you, put you, it in you, his you, switch. Are, are you playing a uh, the girl or the dude? I don't know. Okay. Mm. I don't know what they look like yet. Boom, boom. I think boom, you're going to go boom, with boom, 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 boom. I, Golden Deer as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know anything about them, uh, so all I can go off is like. I don't trust see, see, the thing is, though, it's like the two emos yeah. or the Sun Boy. And I feel like you're more inclined to not go the Sasuke characters. Do you Dimitri know me? Dimitri is the Sasuke characters. Do you, do you know me? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it depends who you're romancing. Is, is all of them an option? Yes. Well, the thing oh, is, no, no. But, but the thing is, it, Jeremy, it's 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 these ones for those on. I'm actually holding up the cover. I've got it with me. So yeah, there's yeah. like three people on the front cover, and inside the front cover, there's all of these ones. Oh my goodness! There's a grid of twenty cusp, like <laughs> twenty four characters. There's more you can romance as well that aren't on that cover. Oh my! Oh me! Oh my! But it depends. Oh, it depends. Look at that handsome little fella at the but, bottom. Yeah, but these three, the big boy. The oh, he's pretty cute. The, I think he's yeah, the gay he's one nice. that you can oh, but, but these three on the front these are the representatives of each house yes. so that's that's what June's trying to pick right okay I suppose I'll see or maybe or not depends if I play <laughs> oh the game God. or not you've owned the game for four weeks let and it hasn't record, entered your the switch record, let the record state that I love Dimitri a lot Dimitri? the blue boy I will okay oh the blue boy okay yeah. Well, we will, we will, we will convene. At it's like day. Horse, it's like uh, star signs. They right. can tell, yeah, they can yeah, tell yeah. your personality. Oh, you're such a Taurus. <laughs> yeah, you're such a Taurus. Um, yep. Cool. That's that's what I think. Does we'll it find out? So depending on who I who I romance depends on what time I was born. Yeah, you are right. a Sagittarius, so yeah. maybe it will be. You're just not compatible with no. Aquarius. Don't don't even know when <laughs> when that is. All right, okay. Well, what's your star sign? Aquarius. <laughs> Oh, that makes so much sense. I'm not even fucking okay. It's fine. We can talk about this later. I'll talk to you about this later. Okay. Well, we'll we'll put it in the uh, in the outtakes if yeah, it's funny. Excellent. Uh, Jeremy, you've been playing playing a lot of games. We haven't we haven't put a podcast out in six weeks, right? You've yeah, been yeah playing something like that. So much. Yeah. Lay, lay it on us, buddy. What do you got? All right. So I've been playing a lot of games. I'm only going to talk about a handful. Because some of the games I've only played like a couple hours into it, like Wolfenstein, and I just like don't have an opinion on it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's somewhat telling that I haven't gone back to it. But is this uh, Young Blood? Young Blood. Yeah. Okay. Like I've barely played it. Um, and I've got other games which I'm more inclined to play currently. So who knows when I'll go back to that game if I go back to it? Um, which I probably will at some point. But play together. I say that. This is. I love that this is you not talking about Wolfenstein. Oh man. <laughs> um, okay. So the games that I do want to talk about. Um, first one is a short hike. 
And I'm going to quickly Google who <laughs> made I, that game. While I love we talk about, about the, this. This game that I'm going to talk about is a short hike. It's a it's a short story that I have to take you on. <laughs> <laughs> so the game is called A Short Hike. Yes, um, by Adam Greer. Gonna... Is this on Switch or no? So this is on PC. Um, it was like a humble original exclusive for a bit, wasn't it? Oh, that's uh, gorgeous. Yeah. It's like it's like Animal it, Crossing but hiking. It is a lo-fi it's like styled game. Oh, it's Firewatch beautiful. Animal it's Crossing, so would you pretty. say? Sort of, yeah. And it's Firewatch yeah, so it's Animal it's Crossing. It's pixelated. It's 8-bit, isn't it? Or not quite 8. Not it, quite, it, it, but it, it's just it's just like it's just lo-fi. Like it's yeah. like low poly. Yeah. Um it came out at the end of July, beginning of August. Um and I bought it day 1 because I've been watching this game for a little bit and I went oh, I just I need to get this immediately. Um Carrie, you've been trying to get me to finish Celeste. Yeah. I'm going to get you to finish this, and I'll finish Celeste if you play this. All right. Because they have similarities. So, so you'll never finish it then? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll finish it when... Like, you play a yeah. short hike, and, I, and I'll, like, I'll do that deal with you. That's a good um, deal. I like that deal. So, specifically because... Deal is I, play more games. So, okay. <laughs> so, a short hike is about a young character who is a bird... Um, and Cute. you go to an island with your aunt and you don't really want to go, um, but you go anyway and you decide to literally just go on a short hike with your aunt when your aunt stays there and you go on a hike up to a, the top of a mountain and you meet some incredible characters along the way. June is a character that you're going to have a gigantic crush on. <laughs> um, the emo boy. Excellent. What animal is it? It was a crow. Excellent. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're just like terrific. It's the Sasuke character of a short <laughs> And so, like, the, 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 all you do is walk, swim, and fly, and you collect feathers, which increases the duration of flight. And also, your stamina, which is the feathers, also makes you run faster. Oh, sounds like Breath I'm of watch, the Wild. I'm watching a trailer now. It, it looks so pretty. The music is so good. The art style works so well. All the characters written are so, so cute. It's just like one of those games. So. When I played um, Crypt of the Necrodancer feat Legend of Zelda, yep. I didn't stop playing and didn't stop smiling that game when yep. I started it. This is like I'm like the almost the exact same reaction. Mm. Like I it took me two days to get as far as I wanted to get that get with that game. Um I I beat it pretty much on the first and then I did some extra stuff at the end after that. And I went, yep, yeah, like that was just like at the perfect length, the perfect little experience of a game. Um, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I don't want to get into too much detail because a lot of it is like... It's kind of experiential. Yeah. Like it's you, like Outer Wilds. You really get it. You Like you really, really get something special out of it while you're finding out what is happening with your character and specifically your character's relationship with your mother. Mm. The basic crux of the game is you want to give your mother a call on the phone, but you need service. And so you decide to go to the top of the mountain because that's probably where the most service is going to be. Um... And that's all I'm going to say. And it's just like, it's just, just a fucking delight of a game. This is some God of War, Ashes to the Top of the Mountain nonsense, sorta. it sounds like. Yeah, like sort of. Um, except you don't get like pushed back down like four times. <laughs> um, and there's not like another mountain. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and it, like, so like it's set on this, on this island, um, which you explore. And at the beginning, you think that the island is actually way bigger than it actually is. And so when you start to really grasp the island, then you really get like, then you really get like the, the meat of the game, um, which is just 
like a lot of cool little side quests pick up an item go to this character get a different item from that character after you give him a certain item stuff like that like it's it's not too long not too short perfect length just it's so very charming it is it is so charming it it it, it wins over your heart fucking immediately um so I yeah, it's already got mine like just looking at a picture yeah of it. <laughs> like it, it, it it's so good everything about it is so good it looks like it would be perfect on switch though and i hope they port it yeah yeah no like it, it would be perfect on switch mm. um i'm pretty sure when i played it on a 1080p monitor it actually brought down the size of the game to like a letterbox interesting um, which makes it really cute so similar to like oberdine that was full screen you can you can play it both Oh, okay. Yeah, there was there was a letterbox version of it as well. God, um, that game. Yep. Yeah, I think about Oberdin all the time. Yeah, no, yeah, same. Oh. Um, you said that just then, and I was just, I just got I sucked. I, I, was, I was getting sucked into the to es- the stopwatch. I was like, um, especially playing like uh, Men of Adan at the moment, because it's like ship yeah. and, and and water and stuff. You guys remember when it was raining, in that art style, oh, my yeah. God. and you could hear it. If you want to hear us talk about uh, Return of the Oberdin, tune into. Uh, Guess Willow's podcast. And also play that game because it's just fucking play it incredible. Because it's beautiful. One of those games that I didn't realize has stuck with me as much as it has. Mm. Anyway, we're not talking about that right now. Please play Outer Wilds. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's the next one. It's the next one. I've been biting my fist at that game for such a long time because <laughs> I'm just thinking about how good that game is. That game's great. Let's let's. Very rarely do I buy a shirt about that game almost immediately after buy oh, after beating it. That's did fair. You buy it? Did you buy a shirt? I yeah, have, did. I have multiple merchandise. I, I have every piece of merchandise of Outer Wilds that's Jesus. available. Okay. And they sent him like a couple of extra stickers. Oh, they sent me. They sent me. They sent me a little goodie pack. Oh, that's really sweet. We could go to play that game. I love Annapurna. I'll give how, Jeremy. I'll yeah, do I would deal. trust Annapurna with my life. Yeah, with your life. My life. That's cool. They made that good cowboy game. Cowboy game. Cowboy movie that Jake Gyllenhaal's in. That's not Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the only reason I That's so specific. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, I'll do your deal. What? How about in two weeks when we record Game Spoilers podcast, we record it for Outer Wilds? I'll take that deal with you. Great, good deal. <laughs> June, you in? Yeah, I'm in. Great, we're in. Great. Cool. Anyway, but we're not talking about that right now. No. We're currently next going to talk about the next game I played, which is also an independent game, um, Telling Lies. Telling sweet little lies. I... That song has been stuck in my head since I fucking played this game. Telling Lies. Um, so, Telling Lies is the latest game from Sam Barlow, who is famous for her story. Oh. That is quite the accolade. Yes. Considering how well her story was received. Yes. Her story is a very, very unique game. It's an FMV game where you are at a computer with a little piece of software, which basically spits out videos depending on what prompt you put in. And your job in that game is to figure out the story. Very and, clever. Very unique. Yeah. Yep. Really unique. Her story was about a woman who was being interrogated and you sort of just got to figure out the story from there. Yeah. I don't actually remember the actual plot of that game. Neither do I. Um, I didn't play it. I didn't love her story. I've got it. I meant to play it. I watched the Game Maker's Toolkit on it, so I kind of got spoiled for for it from me for it a bit, which is my fault. It's such a different experience playing it with yourself when you're the one typing into the keyboard and stuff. Yeah. it's so, So everything that made her story good Telling Lies does in almost every single way. Yeah. Um, so her story's like setup is just the main person talking to the camera because it's interrogation and answering questions. Telling Lies takes that to like the next like level, like the next natural level, which is you're a person at a computer and she's got software which is like NSA made. And so what you've got is video capture from someone's phone, 
Oh. Or their laptop. Oh. So basically, you get one half of a conversation. Okay. But you also get the other half from multiple characters at separate intervals. So, so like, say, say I put in the name... I don't know. I'm, like, I'm just going to use what's in front of me because I'm not going to use what's actually in the game. But say I use Batman. <laughs> say someone says to someone... Batman's right in front of you. Yeah, right. Um, so, say someone says... Say someone's got a Batman shirt. And so, there'll be a video of someone in the middle of a conversation. They'll say, oh, by the way, nice Batman shirt. Then the person will say thanks. So, if you put in the word Batman, that second part of the conversation, which is a separate video, is not going to come up. Right. But Because per- it's incidental. Yeah. But if you were to put in Batman, then the fir- then the first part of the conversation will come up from their side. So you've got these long videos sometimes, which are like sometimes seven or eight minutes, which are some which is someone having a conversation and then a bunch of pauses for the next person to reply. So you just don't get their side at all. No, you do because you 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 get both of their sides, but you have to find them separately. But not at once. You yeah, don't get them at once. It's just entirely once. silent for when the other person is talking. Yes. Whoa. And so you also get their entire reaction to what they're saying, which is a lot to try and figure out what their like motives are. And, you know, I'm just going to say by the name telling lies, there's a lot of lies in this and yep. there's a lot of deception as like it from things like what they're thinking to what they're saying to their entire personality. Wow. Um, I have, I brought out my notebook because I took out, a, I, I started just taking notes. So I've got, oh God, um, <laughs> I've got notes from what I think characters' intentions are. I've got notes from terms that I've heard which are interesting and, and specific that I need to um, search when I'm done searching with these. Because you only get five results back when you search something. Her story was like that as well, though. Like, I yeah. don't think I could have played that game without writing stuff down. Yeah. Which and is what I like in a game, <laughs> to be yeah, honest. No, like, like, I had a there's lot something of more interactive that. about, like, physically stopping the game to pick up a pen and write it down to remember later like yeah and so i think this is one of the most deliberate decisions which i've noticed in this game different to her story so her story had like a little bar which you could scrub and bring to the very front Mm. and fast forward through that you don't get that with this with this when you put in a term say batman and batman happens at four minutes during this eight minute video you get jumped into the four minutes oh and so what you have to do is then rewind but there's no skip to the beginning you can only rewind at like times three speed so there's a lot of downtime of you rewinding videos. And so while that's happening, all you can do is think about what this video is actually going to be. And so you get stuck in your own mind. Mm. And I'm 100% sure that was intentional. Yeah. Because that's a di- that's an iteration of the previous game, which already had that skip to the beginning of that video. Oh my God. So having this whole like... So and, and because like in the game, there's a character sitting at their screen doing all this stuff, you see their reflection as well. Yeah. Um, in like this really weird like Black Mirror-esque like you see them on the computer and they're not usually reacting to what's happening on the TV because that's like a lot to do for a smaller scale game like this. Um, But all of a sudden you are in their position of like trying to analyze what's happening as it's rewinding. Um, You're trying to avoid... Like, funnily enough, you're trying to avoid spoiling this own video for yourself because you want to see it play out in its entirety. Mm. So sometimes you're, like, looking away, but sometimes you'll, like, catch a glimpse of someone saying something because it's all subtitled. And you're like, oh, I wonder what they're saying there. And then all of a sudden your mind just, like, goes. Your mind just runs off with this, like, crazy idea Mm. of what's going to happen in this video. Um, The acting is superb. Uh, Like, there's, there's about seven or eight characters, four of whom are, like, the main characters. Yep. Um... There's, I'm, I'm not going to give any specifics because a lot of the specifics are um, spoilers, but the main guy is a very, very good actor. 
like like as in like like the, the actor playing the role in the game. Or a good liar. Like 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 <sighs> take, taking them as, apart from the game, they're they're a really really good actor. Yep. They look a lot like Tom Hardy, which is really weird. Um, That's fun. But like like they're really really good. And there's a woman in the game who's a cam girl, and all you see from her perspective is her camming, like a like a online escort and seeing her perspective of this entire story is really really fucking interesting um it's so good telling mm. lies is so so good um, how would you say how would you rank it against her story in terms of oh, what, like what it, did you like better i i found the story more engaging mm. um and I think because you can have different locations when you're on your phone so there's a bunch of times where they're like they're in bed they're on their phone having a video chat with someone sometimes they've set up a camera specifically to film what's about to happen sometimes they're just on their laptop obviously like the cam girls in front of her set um a lot of that stuff is very very interesting and so it it make it makes the game feel like the, the variety is increased immensely just from having those different locations mm. and the different characters too and, and the different characters mm. and then so finding so like finding a half a conversation at the beginning of the game when you're trying to figure out what's going on finding that like six seven hours later mm. and all of a sudden everything's piecing together of like oh that's what they were talking about when they were doing this i didn't understand that at all when i first saw it but now i've seen the other side of it, it makes complete sense um it's it, it's so good how long did you spend with it um that's a good question i spent come on steam uh i spent five hours playing telling lies that's not too bad uh well it, it's sort of a lot when you consider that's five hours of just watching footage. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, there's not a lot of. T- there's never a time where I'm like, I don't know what to search next because there's so many like unique phrases which are totally breadcrumbed you along through the story. Um, it's just it's such a good game. Yeah, you've definitely solved. Like this is a similar yeah. thing to like what we were talking about with Man of Medan, where it's like I didn't really go looking for much about it and I didn't mm-hmm. hear that much about it, so I was just like, oh, I hear people like it. But like you sold me on why people are enjoying it. Yeah, like, it it was it was it it's totally the perfect spiritual successor to her story. Her story was great as like a concept, and this is like the execution on that concept, like mm. with like five stars. Wow, kind of disappointing that it's not going to probably do as well. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know because like because they got a publisher this time because yeah. it's published by Anna Perna, it's hard to figure out how well they're going to do. But everyone, you know, everyone everyone has heard about her story. Like I didn't know about Telling Lies until two days ago. Well, it's only been out for a week. Yeah. True. We'll see. You know, like, Maybe we'll have to spread that good word. Yeah, like her story was a unique, you know, no one had done that before. And this mm. is that again, but just it's so much better. Mm. Um, also, like the production value of it is just like it's it's just totally increased and it's so easily to see where they've spent the money on and where that stuff really shines. Mm. I got to say, sounds like we're talking about a whole lot of game spoilers games right now. Like these sound great for game spoilers. I don't know if telling lies in her story would be great for game spoilers. The more I think, because I thought about that, yeah, and I think because we're all going to have a very similar experience, there's not going to be a whole lot of stuff to talk about apart from, oh yeah, how good was that game? Right, it's kind of more like talking about a movie. Yeah, mm. yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, game spoilers shines when we all have really unique things to bring to the table, whereas her story, uh, like telling lies, rather is, it's going to be at how we all got to the same conclusion. Okay, fair so, enough. Um. That being said, absolutely play that game. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the final thing 
All right, so the the other final thing that I wanted to talk about briefly <laughs> was Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Really? Yes. Because I think I bought that game after we did our last podcast episode. Definitely, it wasn't out yet. I think I bought it like a day or two after we recorded. You buy it on the Switch, or it's only, it's on, only on the Switch. Oh, yep, it's ex- exclusive. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. The other ones haven't been on Nintendo. They're on like PS3 they're and Xbox. PS3, yeah, they're on Wii as well. And Wii, turns yeah. out. Because mm. <laughs> I have Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 on Wii. Ew. No, it was good. Because there's no motion control. You just use it as like a controller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is crazy that they actually brought bothered to bring back that name. Um, considering those games came out 2006, 2008, roughly. Um, Maybe a little later, because they were all on the previous generation. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was a PS2 game. It was both. Oh, was mm. it? Like, on that weird, the f- like, The first year and one half. was both, because I'm pretty sure I have Ultimate Alliance 1 on PS2. Oh, okay. And um, that must have been on 360 as well. Yeah. You remember that weird time when it was coming out on, like, PS2, PS3, Xbox... 360. Original. No. Xbox 360. The, the, I don't think any games did. Oh, there might have been a few. The Spider-Man 3 did. Right. When it was that, like, movie tie-in, and it was, like... <laughs> PS2, PS3, Xbox Original, Xbox right. 360, DS. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when they made a di- like a different version of the game, which was just the DS version? Yeah. And then Wii. They did yeah. that for a couple of games, though, I reckon. They did that for tons back yeah. then. The um, Sims. Oh, yeah, Sims. Um, DS version. Yeah, so Marvel Ultimate Lines 3. I've, uh, it, it's, it, I'm glad they brought that name back because that name actually carries, somewhat, carries something to people who love those games back then. Mm-hmm. And those people who love those games back then were usually just people who like comics. Like those games didn't really appeal to people who just like the movies because back then the movies weren't super hot. Well, they didn't exist yet with the first one. So, yeah. And like it was... So if you were buying a game which has characters like Doctor Strange or like Silver Surfer, like you were going to read comics because otherwise you wouldn't know where those fucking characters came from. Totally. Mm-hmm. I honestly always wrote those games off because... Yeah, like I had no touchstone to the, mm. the lore that they were going into. Yeah, and, and those games really, really were like comic games. Like they they had like uh, comic cover galleries, which you could look at. You could have like four different suits for each characters, which was a lot back then. And all those characters, all those suits were just like different variations of their comic versions. Um, and they were totally like totally comic adaptations, like turned all the way up. And so bringing Marvel Ultimate Alliance back... Like, I was worried that they were going to bring back Marvel Ultimate Alliance and there was going to be no X-Men. Right. Because Marvel had this whole thing where while Fox owned X-Men and Fantastic Four, none, nothing of anything X-Men and Fantastic Four got made. So they canned X-Men and Fantastic Four from the comics almost entirely. They just put them on hiatus um, because Disney did not want to support something that wasn't owned by them. They're trying to reduce the... Yeah, like the mind share of those franchises. Honestly, they- I think they were trying to reduce how much those properties were worth, um, so that mm. eventually they could buy the company. Um, and so when they announced it, and they announced that yes, Wolverine's going to be in it. Yes, it's going to be X Men characters. Yes, Fantastic Four going to be in it. I was so happy because, like, seeing all those characters together with the X-Men, with the Fantastic Four, it just it just fits so well and it wouldn't feel like Marvel Ultimate Lines without them. Yeah. The easiest way to describe it is how poorly received Marvel versus Capcom Infinite was. Right. That has no Wolverine, which has been a Marvel character for such a long time. And it was just like so obviously missed. Yeah. 
Um, so Ultimate Alliance 3 is like, I think similar to what you were saying before, it is junk food. Yeah. Um, and that's great because it's just a beat em up junk food game where enemies will come in and say like, ah, good to see you again, Spider-Man. And it'll be like, ah, oh, Scorpion, what are you doing here in this like <laughs> super villain prison? And, <laughs> and then you beat him up and then Spider-Man will say a one-liner and you'll just move right the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just excellent. Um, the Guardians adaptation is not comic Guardians. It's definitely movie Guardians, which is fine and that fine for this. become more and more common, I think. I mean, they've basically retconned out comic Guardians from the comics at this point. Yeah, right. Um, and Why is that? Just curiously. Just like just because the movies did so well. Yeah. And like people, like Peter Quill was really like sort of, he was sort of a soldier um, in the comics before, like before the movies. Interesting. Um, Drax was never funny. Mm. Groot sort of looked really scary and Gamora was like insanely serious all the time um what about Rocket Rocket's sort of the same he was always just sort of like a cocky little shit but like he's way he's way funnier now um I I think it's for the best but I'm glad those old comics are still there because I like reading back to those old Guardians because Peter Quill was more heroic back then whereas now he's like just kind of like an idiot yeah Um, yeah I love him yeah, which is like which has got its place, mm. um, and I I wouldn't do anything to trade those movies to the world because they're so good. Yeah. Um. So like it, it's fine that they've been adapting those versions of the of the characters. Um. But yeah, it's just like it's just mindless. It's just fun and silly. Um, it's a little bit grindy, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot more like combat arenas that I was sort of expecting. I've heard some people talk about this like and talk about all the currencies you have mm, like there's a, there's a fair bit like you have to like do this to get this certain experience which you spend on these points to unlock these certain areas because only do th- through doing those certain areas you get these like tokens and then you can use those once you have enough of them to buy like an upgrade token to like it's it's a lot it, it's it's a lot to manage and i got really confused really fucking quickly yeah um and then when a character that you haven't upgraded gets thrown into the areas that you're at, like the RPG elements, I think, I think it maybe been turned up a bit too much because when you're in a character that's like, like say you've got like a team, so you've got a team of four, say you've got three characters that are like level 20 and one you've just got this level five. Yeah. Bringing them into like a level 18 area, like that level five character is just going to be useless to you. Yeah. So you just got to upgrade them immediately and hope that they're good. But unless you do that, you won't know. And then you're spending tokens on characters. Yeah. Um, I think that stuff was managed better in the previous games because I think you just had so many... There wasn't like... There wasn't many levels. I think the levels only would give you more moves. And I'm pretty sure you had so much of the currency. There was only one currency in that game. You just had so much of it by the end that you could just upgrade fucking everyone. Right. And okay. just see who worked. And I think that was better because... It's all about trying out new characters and new combinations. And so if you've got four X-Men all at once, then you'll get like a bonus because you've got four X-Men characters. If you've got four Fantastic Four, blah, 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 blah. And there's different variations of those. Like you can have Avengers characters and you can also have secret Avengers characters. And those those all stack because they share characters. Spider-Man was part of the Fantastic Four once, for example, but it was also part of the Avengers and stuff like that. Spider-Man was part of the Fantastic Four? Yeah. 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 Early. No, early. No, Whoa. no, not that early. Late. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's been around. Um, yeah. I- anyway, it's um, it's a lot of fun, and all those characters are really good. The art style is good as well. Um, 
gets a little sluggish sometimes, but that's sort of par for the course with the Switch, I think, in this point. Um, right, okay, like frames. Yeah. Right, okay, I thought you meant pace. No, 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 I mean, like, yeah, like, when you're using a lot of, <laughs> using, like, a lot of uh, abilities all at once, it just, like, doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it you just, just hear the fans go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the, like, my fingertips start getting really hot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I feel like that game came out in a bunch of really big releases really close so um i do want to go back to that game because i love that franchise yeah fair enough well it's it's been interesting to hear that it's had the review i don't know i have no idea how well it's sold i'd be very curious to know i don't think i don't know about you guys i don't think of it sold a copy at all i we sold a bunch but yeah we sold out yeah we sold out so much like we only just got stock back in for the first time in like three weeks okay and we got like three boxes of it. Mm. I mean, it's hard to do that because it's like it's a Switch exclusive. Like that, it's hard to figure out how well that does at yeah, that point. Like what yeah. their expectations are. Same thing with Fire Emblem. Like we were, we were sold out for out. weeks until today. Yeah, I, I know that this is this and the Spider-Man PS4 game. This is the beginning of Marvel actually shopping out their their franchises to studios properly. Yeah, yeah. because it, it like think well, before Spider-Man, what was the last Marvel video game aside from Lego? Right, like it, it's been such a long time, and can you imagine going all the way until like Deadpool? Yeah, okay, yeah, Deadpool. no, that was the last one I can yeah. think of, like a launch Good PS4 job. title. Good job. Mm. Thanks. No, that was a PS3 game, and then they, oh, what they remastered it. Yeah, so that, end the, of PS3 generation, roughly, yeah. And so, like, so imagine, six years. imagine becoming the biggest franchise in the world and just never doing a fucking video game. Yeah, how yeah. weird is that? It is weird, mm. and um, I mean, they they figured that out. And they're like, hang on, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> this and, is not tough market. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they used to do movie tie-ins. Yeah, totally. They I guess it was... Captain like, America movie tie-in, Thor 1, yeah, and a- the Iron Man 1 and 2 games. Yeah. That was it. Oh, no, they did Hulk. That Hulk game was great. Was it? <laughs> that Hulk game was fucking excellent. Open world, and you could destroy every single building. That's cool. You could turn did, Manhattan it- Island into a car park. I have, like, very, 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 very vague memories of playing an Iron Man game. Mm-hmm. It might have been on yeah. a demo disc or something. Yeah. Um, on, like, PS3 or something. From, I think it must have been Iron Man 1, because I remember that flying tracks. through the... Um, the desert through Afghanistan, yeah, yeah. and like shooting shit. Yeah, no, was that, that, was that, that a real thing? Right. Okay, yeah, no, like, <laughs> Did I, yeah, I didn't I, dream that one. That I, actually happened. I have that game. <laughs> okay, that's wild. I played the Wii version of that game. Not good. Not no, good. Not no. good. <laughs> I remember having fun when I played it. I think it must have been a demo or something because I remember not being able to play it after a certain point. So that sounds about right then. Yeah. Yeah. I really like recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? Play with a fidget spinner or something. I'm drinking. All right. Why not? Fine. Sure. I'll believe you. I gotta sober up. <laughs> Jeremy had a very, very, very long Long Island iced tea. You have to explain it. This part's not gonna be kept in. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, June's question corner. Yeah. We're there. It's we're time. at this. We're, we're, we'll go to a break, but before we do, we'll, we'll prime you all with the with the knowledge of what is to come. Um. We had to go back and re-listen to an episode because we couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. We had to do that the last time as well. <laughs> um, to be fair, this one has been... It's been like six weeks. So, it's been a while. Um, the, the question was, if you had to marry a character from the last game you played, who would it be? And I think what we said was um, from the last two months Well, we said last two... We broadened it out to the last... Who, who from the last games we've played in the last two weeks yeah, it was supposed to be I, like between last podcasts and, and stuff and I didn't really get a chance to play games so let's say a month a month? yep alright so favourite so person you would marry from a game that you've played in the last month yes, yes. alright you got it you got it boss everyone think about it 
Everyone have a think. Everyone have a serious, long... This is a serious commitment you're making right now, okay? This is marriage for life. Batman. <laughs> it's not Batman. What if you play with Batman in uh, it? Nothing. I looked at my mouse pad again. <sighs> have a think about it, everyone, about this serious long-term commitment that we're about to make, each of us, each and every one of us. And uh, once you do that... We'll be right back. Is yours going to be Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I forget every fucking time. <laughs> to the Unimap cast. I, I was just, I was literally just thinking then, how does Kerry start these again? We have been sitting here thinking, deliberating on what we're about to say. Who are we about to marry? Shall I go through a ceremony, Jeremy, with each of our hypothetical answers to this question in this voice. Jeremy, do you take Don't come to me. I don't story. have an answer yet. Her <laughs> story, the game. <laughs> Sam Barlow. Dude, what is, again, for the viewers, what is the question for this Everyone week? else knows the answer. Um, very glad I've been playing Spider-Man recently because yeah. my answer is Peter Parker. Yeah? Yeah. With well, which who, who you will do, who you do will wed? Yeah. That one. <laughs> okay, so one. Uh, quick question. Yes. Particularly PS4 Spider Man's Peter Parker. Uh, I mean, if it has to be a game, then yeah, that's the only one. So you're not going to pick Lego Spider Man. Uh, sorry, Lego Marvel's Lego Spider-Man. Peter. I don't, I don't know that man. I'm sorry. You Wait, if up? you if you had to pick a different Peter, or rather, if you had if you could pick any Peter, we, we'll take this PS4 Spider Man's as your answer. Yes, thank you. But I am curious to know which Peter you would put above. Um. I thought it was pretty obvious. What, Spider-Verse Peter? No. No. Not that bum. No. I don't know. He's Tom here. Holland. He's here. Oh, of course. Of course. I forgot about him. Tom Holland. <laughs> you see, because he's been exited from the MCU, <laughs> I've just jettisoned him from my brain. Did he just like the men in black thing in front of your eyes and just like removed all trace from him? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Tom, Ho- Tom Holland. If I have to choose a Spider-Man. Yeah, but you can't. You're, you're going yeah, with Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Game Spider-Man's also fine. Although I really am not a huge fan of that Peter Parker, but that's fine. Not a fan of in the, what context? In game in in Marvel, the game, the game. Yeah, I understand you talking about the game. I mean, in like as in what about <laughs> him? Are you not a fan um, of? <laughs> he looks ugly. Oh, I like him. <laughs> um, I prefer. I think he's affable. Uh, I guess. Yeah. He looks like he's about thirty years old, not twenty-five or however. Supposed twenty-three, I think it's supposed to be, right? I think he's supposed to be older than that. I think he's supposed not. to be like twenty-five, twenty-six. Yeah, like really? he's been at this job for a while. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he doesn't look. He looks about thirty. Um, what a bastard! He's not. I, I really like. I can like. He's still like quippy and like really funny and stuff. But like, I feel like there's not enough depth to his character as there is in other. I guess because uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I just think other, other there are better Peters. Okay. There are many. There are many. Why any Peter? What? Well, well like, you're picking this Peter. Why Peter? Why Peter Parker? Because he's cute and he's muscly. Oh, he's so muscly. <laughs> so big. Do you guys remember when we first saw that trailer and we were, like, all getting hyped for Spider-Man and we, like, sent that picture to the group chat it was like, look how Big he is. <laughs> he's, he's so large. He's so big. The picture, big. the concept. Uh, no, the, the picture of the him from the, the in his, his room. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what a, that man is a man, definitely. He's like gigantic. <laughs> um, he's like the muscly version of Kingpin and Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> just like just multiple people. <laughs> um, 
I think also just like I haven't really been playing another. Uh, I guess Dimitri Fire Emblem. You know what? I'd probably say Peter over Dimitri though. And that's okay. saying something. That's saying something. Wow. Okay. I'll, when I when I've played Fire Emblem, I'll I'll come back you to you with why know. that's something. You let me know. Yeah. Cool. Carrie. Oh shit. <laughs> so like I've been playing Kotor. Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to marry Tobias Reaper? <laughs> Tobias Reaper. Um. I feel like if you did get married to him, I feel like he'd be there for another reason. Yeah, or like I would only see him like once every like four to five months <laughs> and it would be the weirdest fucking time. Like he'd be like wearing a Hawaiian shirt and reading like a newspaper in like yeah. like Ukrainian. And he'd be carrying around just a fish. <laughs> that game's uh, good. I love that game. It's fucking excellent. Why didn't we talk about that game before? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, so, like, I've been playing KOTOR, right? And that's all well and good. I don't know that I like any of the characters like that in that game. Like, you've got Bastila, who's, like, a very talented young Jedi lady who has the skill of battle meditation, but she's, like, very precocious and very, like... I don't know. She's always... She's just started... I, I don't like her very much. She doesn't have much personality. There's Karth, who's this dude who's, like a rebel guy whose like family was killed and that's sad but also he's an idiot <laughs> and like he doesn't he's like really awkward in social situations which what is, is he, fine. like Drax what what is he Drax no no he's just it's not like he doesn't under he has no concept of any social thing it's just like he just says the wrong things and then is like angry about it right it's like really well written cause like it's just like actually what someone would be like when they right. don't know how to talk properly in social situations but i don't like him for it there's a jedi apprentice who we like turn from the dark side and now she's in our ship there's a droid who doesn't want to talk to you there's a wookie who doesn't want to talk to you there's a mandalorian who's like battle hungry and doesn't care about you at all and just wants to talk about the glory days and get paid. So this is interesting because like the reason I play Bioware games is for the characters. Like why are you still playing this game? Well, that's the, the thing. I don't care about any of them romantically. I'm interested in their stories. Okay. I like listening to them. I like their interactions. I hate that the Wookiee and the droid don't want to talk to me because it's like, like you clearly just couldn't write enough of the characters, but you <laughs> need, you wanted like the, it's annoying. Yeah. And then there's one more character who's like the Wookiee's like best friend who's this like young Twi'lek who's she's like 16 years old and she's she's just like a brat. Right. But she like also can shoot a blaster I guess. And so like annoying, inept, precocious, Wookiee droid. So they need a Nathan Fillion. Yeah. There's two characters who I haven't unlocked yet in the like character grid. Right. But like... Yeah, I don't really want to marry any of them. There's no husbandos on the ship. No. No. They're not really that romanticable. Are there romances in that game? I don't think so. Right, okay. Which makes a lot of sense with why I don't like any of them in that way. They didn't bother to... They didn't write them that way. Make them attractive anyway. June's bored listening to me talk about these characters. You've talked about Star Wars so much this podcast. No, I was going to say, there's really nothing else. You haven't been playing anything else? Uh, What about Bigger Luke? (laughs) Call out. Shout out to the outtakes. Um, (laughs) Patreon.com slash minimapau. We can find out more about Bigger Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or BL. (laughs) 
BL for short. Uh, I mean, I played Celeste briefly, but nah. Oh man, we said the last month though, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, Jeremy, go. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, I figured out who I wanted to marry. Well done. Um, Anya from Wolfenstein, because specifically of one scene in Youngblood, which is a quick little story I can tell. Um, so. Think, I'm thinking, Harry. I'm okay. thinking. Um, so, at the beginning of Youngblood, you see... So, Youngblood is set where it's the, the two uh, twin daughters of BJ and Anya from Wolfenstein 2. And... And one. Yeah. And so, what happens is, at the beginning, you're on a ranch. And one of the daughters is being taken shooting with BJ. And BJ is really like really soft with her like like you know like like really calm and reassuring and telling her what 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 she needs to do stuff like that and then i think that they're, they're trying to shoot like a like a deer or something um to get food because they, they're living on that ranch which you blow the fuck up in that game <laughs> um which i think is really cute and anya is back with the other one and the other twin is like she's doing like boxing and 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 fighting training and this is a really interesting change of character for the character for for these two people. But um, Anya is being really intense with her, and is being like, like if you don't do this, you're gonna get fucking killed. Like if you're not good at this stuff, you like you're gonna die. If you give up, then you're done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Anya was kind of like that in the first one, right? Yeah, but like, but she was like she was really harsh with it. Mm. Like she was really full on. Like she she was really like a post war person, mm. like like prepping for the worst. Um, and. I think it's like actually a really interesting way to get the, to bring those characters forward twenty years after all this stuff, um, and seeing them older and sort of like no, they know their past, like they are old and they are like they are really really they know they're not going to be like the the leaders of the next fight, but seeing them still trying to get their children prepared for that stuff, I think it's actually really really cool. Um, and I don't know if I don't know how much Anya's in the rest of the game because I think the, the rest of it's about finding BJ because he's like gone missing. Um, but yeah, like Anya is perfect wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, she, she's good in like all of the games. As well, yeah, no, as, like, like, as wife material. Yeah, totally. I mean. Like she's like she's strong and will tell you like stopping a fucking moron mm-hmm. when you're being a moron. Anya, and like I need to. No, that's the wrong person. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And plus, she gets her shirt lit on fire while she's firing double machine guns in that extremely good cutscene. Titty. Game's good. Carrie. Hi. Your Switch? <laughs> I would marry the Fire Emblem cover art. No, I don't know. Um, I'm really trying to think. There's been no... No marryable material in the games you're currently playing? Not really. It's really weird. All right. Well, how about we go... I'm trying to broaden it. I'm trying to how, keep broadening it. How about, like, pop culture in general over the last month? That statue of Captain America with Mjolnir that you keep looking yeah, at. Yeah, that hot toy statue. <laughs> that, like, $800 hot toy statue. Um, oh. You know, I really like Tony Stark. I've been rewatching the the first MCU movies. June's eyes just went so big. You can't talk about Tony in front of me. I really like Tony Stark. I love Tony Stark. And he's like, you know, he died. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? 
<laughs> just wanted that reaction. Keep going. I'm really not emotionally prepared. I didn't come into this podcast thinking we were going to talk about Tony Stark. Oh, sorry. I really, I think he's really cool. This is unfair. Can we swap? You want, you want yeah. Tony? I'll take you Peter. Have, yeah, yeah. I'm right with that. All right, thank Peter's you. so big. Tony's also very big. <laughs> Tony's not that big. He's pretty. He's pretty big. You know that scene where he's getting his arc reactor taken out and he's got his arms spread on the table and he just has like like fucking like muscles under like wings. He's pretty big. You know that scene. <laughs> you know that scene where he's te- he's like checking his arc reactor and he, like lifts his shirt up. And- that's a fake shirt. Oh, yeah, that's a fake body. No, not no, that not. one. Not the one where Gwyneth is like taking Gwyneth. the no, t- Gwyneth <laughs> is, is taking it, it like the thing out. Gwyneth. Yeah, but her name's Gwyneth Paltrow. Is it Gwyneth or Gwyneth? Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Gwyneth? Yes. There's a Y in there. Yeah. That's pronounced I, not E. She's Gwyneth. So, Gwyneth. She named her kid Apple. There's nothing nothing right about the names in that family. (laughs) Come on. Just saying. All right. Super Um, Saiyan. So if you're going to go Tony Stark. I could do that. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, I love him. Because I love, I really like the way he talks. Oh, I love him. Can we not? I can't actually do this. <laughs> okay. I really can't. This is a really weird one. I'm sorry. I can't believe I didn't have an answer for this question. <laughs> and that then we pivoted and now Jude's just tapping I can't, I'm so embarrassed. The only thing I'm thinking about right now is that scene where Captain America is holding the helicopter with his biceps and it's extremely oh. fucking good. Are we all choosing MCU people to marry? Sure. Who did you pick again? Well, Anya. I, pick, I, 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 I picked oh, Anya. Oh, no, now we're picking what? another one. Yeah, okay. Now I get, yeah. I mean, it was always going to be Cap for yeah. me. Yeah. I know. I don't want to look at it. No, I don't want to look at that choosing? either. Who are you choosing from the MCU in general? Tony! You're going to choose Tony as well? You're going to choose Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> I meant one Rhodey. Terrence Howard Rhodey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll go with Actually, Tony. Yeah, I Tony. like Tony. All right, we'll both go Tony. We can fight over him. Yeah. We can share him. He would choose me. I'm just saying. Probs. Um, I'm not that... I don't know. I'm pretty boring. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for that. What a whirlwind of a segment. Quote June's question corner. <clears throat> um, next be- week... Did you want to do? Did you want to do yours? Or should uh, we it, go mine? It's your question corner. Let's do. Let's do mine, and then we can sit on yours, and we can think about it. Okay. See if it's. See I saw it on Twitter earlier today, so like, uh, it's, not, it's not my question. Okay. Yeah. Well, this one will be good because I think we all have an answer, like off the top of our heads, anyway. But um, next fortnight question is <laughs> June's fortnight question of the week. <laughs> so every single time. <laughs> what is a game? That's super popular that you don't like. Fire Emblem Three Houses. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that you don't like it. You just haven't played it. If you have an answer to this question that you want to talk about, you can reply to our tweet on Twitter. Yes. And tell us, because I'd be very interested to hear your opinion. The question corner is going to also be living on Twitter as well. So find that tweet, give it a little reply, and we'll uh, we'll engage with you in the comments there. I'd like to say that I am the king of hating games. Yeah. yeah. So hey, I'm very. About... I want to know what you hate. What do you think about Smash Brothers? That's not going to be my answer for next for next Fortnite. But yeah, I, I, I hate Smash Brothers. What do you think about Kingdom hate. Hearts? I... Go on, go on. What do you think about? There are other ones. Overwatch. Um... <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> such a like sideshow bob like <laughs> um anyway it, i can go on we'll get there we'll yeah. get there in a couple of weeks check twitter check the podcast we'll see you there i mean we'll see you there um, okay, so briefly before we go into the news and the other stuff that I've been doing, there's one more quick game I wanted to talk about that I've been playing. You've got two minutes. Yeah, no, I, it takes two minutes to talk about how bad the Spider-Man VR experience is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's, it's free, right? It is free. Okay, good. So I told a customer that the other day. And yeah, I wasn't sure. It's um, yeah, it's free, and it's like Far From Home themed, except it's not Far From Home themed at all, apart from you wear his suit. Because all it is is you can like free swing around the city, and there's like a bunch of robots that Does are just Tom like Tom Holland talk. He does very briefly. Nice. Um, I'll buy it. It's, it's free. <laughs> it's free. Um, yeah. I'll buy it. You have VR? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, so there's jealous. like a bunch of robots and for some reason they're like in the city and you have to like keep webbing up their joints and then ripping like trash off their like arms and then that's like all of the story. Question. Yeah. What's the swinging? It's all right. What do you mean what's the swinging? It's VR. So, yeah. So like like it's got the it's got the move, move controllers. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? What is it? I mean, what's it like? Oh, it's it's fine. Um, it takes a bit to get used to. Do and you it, feel like you're like swinging between like thirty story buildings and like sort of? But because everything looks like shit, you don't really care. Oh. Um, like it it's that game- sounds thrilling. I really like the idea of that. Do you think they're gonna do better for the Iron Man VR? No, uh, yes, because it's a different studio working. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like an actual game. physical release. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a movie tie-in. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll get to the Iron Man VR stuff, um, because uh, that was at Emio. Um, Yo. So. Yeah, it, it's not very good. There's, like, people on the ground, and they don't walk, and they don't move, and they don't say anything. They just stand there. They don't look. There are cars which move, but if you get too close to them, they stop moving, and they stop beeping. <laughs> There's a bunch of random, like, speakers set up throughout the city, which are the things that will, like, actually put out, the like, the soundscape of New York. And if you move away from, like, those specific randomly placed areas to, like, fill out the map, then, like, the volume will get louder or quieter. Oh, no. Um... It's real bad. Wow. It's one of the worst VR games I've ever played. Cool. Um, I think it's free. Well, everyone, yep. yeah, it's free. Jump on board. Yeah. I guess. So. That's really disappointing. Yeah. It's not good. And also, it's like on the island of Manhattan, except it's like a fifth of it. And it's also really long. So you can like free swing one way, but if you want to go too far, like in left or right, then there's just like a gigantic invisible, not invisible wall, but it's like. A energy wall that just stops you. Like a barrier. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 no bueno. Cool. Terrific. Yeah. So what else have you been doing? So I went to MEO 2019. Whoa, MEO. That one very popular thing that everyone knows. What? I know what you did. What does MEO stand so, for? Uh, <laughs> Melbourne Esports Open. Um, which is an esports event. It is the largest esports event in Australia. Um, I was lucky enough to be given tickets to it as far as part of the media. Um, I know nearly nothing about esports. Um, June, you know more about esports than I do. Kerry, I had to work that day. Yes, Kerry, do you know anything about esports? Fuck all. Right. Um, it was it was pretty cool as someone who knows nothing about esports. Um, it was hosted at the Rod Laver Arena and Melbourne Arena. And there was a lot of games there. There was Overwatch Pro Tournaments and League of Legends Pro Tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also Rainbow Six Siege Pro Tournaments. I think those were the only Pro Tournaments that were there. there what was about Counter-Strike? No, no Counter-Strike. No Dota? 
No Dota. Really? Yep. There was StarCraft. So, like, there were, there were tournaments there that were not, like, pro tournaments. Right, right, right. But as far as I could tell, there were no Counter-Strike or Dota. I'm very surprised. Mm. I bet you that's something that's, like, some Valve thing, I reckon. But, so, what were the other ones you said? Overwatch, League, uh, and... So, Overwatch, League, and Siege were, like, the actual... Oh, I guess that's not Valve, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there was... Uh, StarCraft 2 was there. Rocket League was there. Um, Splatoon? No Splatoon. Oh. Interesting. <coughs> Sad. Um, Snubbed. Split snubbed. And there's another game which I completely <laughs> left my mind. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to see like pro tournaments. Uh, Fortnite, the other one I was thinking of. There was like a gigantic, oh, right, like, oh, like there was, there was an open Fortnite tournament there. So I knew there was something. There was a, the biggest line in the world was there for people trying to sign up. Did you that. win? I did not enter. Oh, you could have won big. You could have won the money. I could have won. I think it was two thousand dollars and a five hundred dollar uh, JB gift card. Oh. That's not bad. Not bad. Two thousand and five hundred. Yeah, two thousand five hundred. Um, I got an email after the event saying that it was record, um, record viewership online for the for those tournaments for um, uh, Australia. And yeah, it was cool. Like seeing Overwatch Contenders League, which is is that their like second division towards the Overwatch League? Yeah. So yeah. like, um, uh, they pit they they pick people from the contenders to. Play in league, right? If so it's enough. like VFL and VFL, AFL. AFL. Yeah, yep. um, it was cool to see that at like Rod Laver Arena. Yeah, um, the stage was really good. Like the production value was really, really good. Like the the screens were really bright. There was no hiccups as far as I could tell. Contenders is quite big. Like yeah, they put a lot of money in, into that. Yeah, like and, and and it shows. Like like all of the like the setup for what you need to see was totally really good um yeah, you were sending us pictures and like the av like the, the the like tech setup for all of these things looked legit yeah mm. it, it was it was it was really really good um and it was interesting because i think this would have been one of if not the first uh tournaments for overwatch that included the roll lock yeah it would have been yeah uh, a league's been going but right did they introduce that straight into overwatch league yeah right that's really strange um i haven't really been watching it this right. last couple of months, but I think so. There might have been like a gap, uh, like a break for the um, stages, but right, yeah, it's definitely in there now. From yeah. what I've heard, yeah, they also had an exhibition match with Washington Justice, which is an Overwatch League tournament team. Um, it's not a league team; it's a world's team, I think. Okay, thank thank you for saying that because I have no idea. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and like they had they had exhibition matches there as well. Um, there's a lot of areas where you could just like jump in and play games. Like there was like a Minecraft free play section for mm. like young kids. There was a lot of young kids. The MVPs of that entire tournament are the parents who <laughs> are taking their pushing their strollers around. Yeah, like literally, yes. Like there are a fair bit of strollers. Yeah, um, carrying the swag I mean, bags. I mean, to be fair, like can you imagine going to that something like that as a kid? Like you lose your fucking mind. Oh, it, like, it, it would be it, out of this world. Yeah. It would have been great. There was there was like tons of stuff for kids to do. There Better was, than like, packs for kids. Eh, not quite. Pax is shit for kids. Yeah, but there's was mm, Pax is more to do. I they've wish got, they've got that entire free play section of games. Yeah, at PAX. True. I yeah. wish I was a kid at Pax and not a hu- an adult. I was going to yeah. say human and not an <laughs> adult <laughs> at Pax. Kids and humans. Because like I have this jaded sensibility to me now when it comes to games, where it's like, oh, I could play that early. Uh, I'm probably not going to play it anyway. So <laughs> no. And then I'm like, oh, there's nothing to do. <laughs> Um, yeah, like sort of like that was my, if I was a person going to the event that wasn't Mio, 
yeah, like that that wasn't like super into games. They might not be into it as much. Like it's it's very, it's like a very specific packs at this point. Yeah, because. Um, Unless you're really, really into Overwatch, uh, uh, esports, then you might not get as much out of it. This is the name. Like PAX is meant yeah, to totally. be like pop culture generally. Yeah, like like with like heavy emphasis on games. Yeah, like esports is like a niche inside of like already a specific interest. Yeah, totally. Um, but there was like a gigantic inflatable obstacle course called the Monster, which I believe is the biggest inflatable castle in the Southern Hemisphere. And Jeremy didn't get on it. Why did you even go? What, to knock a hornet? Yeah. Look, it was really What's big. What's the point? I had a lot of expensive equipment to carry around. I got many, many great photos of it. And it had some of the worst music I've ever heard in my entire life playing over <laughs> it. Um, anyway, what games did you play? So, there was a section of it which is more akin to a PAX. Because a lot of this stuff was like just um, the arenas where you can go and watch pro tournaments. Um, but they, they they did have a JB Hi-Fi Gaming Zone, which is I believe the name of it, which was inside of one of inside of Melbourne Arena, just on the floor. It was pretty small, um, but it had like like PlayStation had a booth there, Xbox had a booth, Nintendo had a booth, and Ubisoft had a small booth, which was just a box you can go into play Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I did, um, and 2K had a small box which you can walk in and play Borderlands 2 as well. Please, come into my 2K box. <laughs> yeah, <come> into- <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to play Borderlands 3. Mm. Um, shout out to Pez. That game, I'm not super into Borderlands. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us here are, Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. It, it, you can appreciate it. Yeah, like it's like the humor was always sort of grating to me mm. um and i don't like claptrap <laughs> i really really don't like claptrap well you'll be pleased to know that his original voice actor has been poorly treated for the majority <laughs> of his time in that company i'm not pleased to know that um so as far as i can tell claptrap isn't in borderlands 3 or he might be in some limited capacity i'm not sure i think he is because right. they recast him oh did they just recast yeah. him right okay well he wasn't a demo i played so i had a lot of fun um <laughs> That demo was cool. It was like, it was a small little area which you run up to and then you go inside a compound and you go through the compound and at the end there's a boss and it was a 15 minutes and it was a really good demo. Um, the shooting feels good. Uh, I chose a class which gives me a drone um, which yep. goes and shoots enemies and you can equip more than one spe- specialization now and it replaces your grenade. So you can have I chose the drone speci- the drone the drone specialize specialization and a- another one which gives me a shield which when I shoot through um, I do more damage through that shield. Oh right, like Baptiste's yeah, like damage the, matrix in yeah. Overwatch. Yeah, it was a lot like that. Um, and it was it was cool. Like like the gunplay felt really good. I was playing with an Xbox controller and it felt like natural. Um, all the classic Borderlands enemies are there with some new ones. Like it didn't feel. It didn't feel like they were just making the same game again, um, yep. which I was glad about because I was sort of worried that they were just going to do like the same one again. Um, the game looks good; like it, cell shading goes a long way. Yeah. Um, but they've really doubled down on things like lighting, um, which, when good cell shading and good lighting comes together, it looks really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And the boss battle was really cool. It was like so. So walking through the compound. Um, there's like a bunch of like amplifiers put in certain areas and when you walk past the trigger is like a trap and the amplifier shoots out like a blast of energy. Um, the boss battle is like in a pit and the pit's walls are lined with those amplifiers and the boss battle is a guy named Mouthpiece 
and he has a riot shield which has got like a waveform on the front of it um, okay. and it's like a music based boss battle um uh, certain walls will go off and shoot energy blasts at you depending on where you are on the map shooting the, the boss he also throws some enemies at you it was like it was just like a good boss like I beat it and like there was like dubstep music happening in the back but it was like really good <laughs> and when I finished that I was like yeah no that was good like I'd, I'd probably play, I'd probably play more of that cool um, which is not what I was expecting going into that honestly yep. um, it was a lot of fun it was a it, it was a good demo. It didn't last. It didn't take too long to get through the demo, and it was like a good little slice of what I hope that game is actually like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, that that game looks cooler than I was sort of anticipating. Awesome, playing. that's great. Yeah. Um, Are we gonna play Borderlands three together, guys? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> you want you want to try playing Borderlands again, Kerry? Oh god, I remember when we played Borderlands two like two months ago, and yeah. we got like neither an hour in. in. Neither of us were also in the mood to play that game. No, we, we played that game by default. <laughs> yeah, and then we got we got to a point I was, and we were both just like, I think we, I think I want to stop, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also really, it was like a ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, Why did you even boot it up? Well, I don't know. We thought we might like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the other game I played was Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is another Tom Clancy game. And that game, I didn't think it was very good. Wait, what? sorry. Just, what do you mean another Tom Clancy game? So, do you remember when they would make a lot of Tom Clancy games and they would all sort of come out and then after a year, everyone would forget about them? Yeah. And then they made Siege. And then they made Wildlands. Yeah. This is going back to before those. This feels like a Tom Clancy game that people that is going to come out. Just another Tom Clancy game. Just another game. Tom Clancy game. Okay. The grass looks really good. There are the wind comes in waves and it puts the grass down Ooh. in a way that's like really cool. Yep. That I noticed fucking immediately and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Yep. And I think his beard's got the same tech as well, which is really <laughs> funny to look at. Um, Ripple but, beard. Yeah. Like I, so I played what I was told was the E3 demo. Um, which at this point is now six three zero. months old. Three, yeah, yeah, three or four months old. Um, <clears throat> whoa, yeah, right. Right. she was just like, whoa, where am I? Yeah. Um, so it was very much in development and pretty rough in some areas. Uh, the the gist of the demo is that you sort of traverse through these mountains and reach this compound with this guy in it and you kill everyone else. And then a cutscene plays, but we skip the cutscene. Um, like, like, it, like, as in, we didn't skip the cutscene. The person who was doing the demo skipped the cutscene for us. Weird. Um, so you can listen to John Berthel. No, he wasn't in it. Oh. he wasn't in the demo at least. Or not that I could tell, because I was looking out for him, but I couldn't hear anything that sounded like, like, like that the man. Punisher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it just felt like another Tom Clancy game. Like it was a third-person cover shooter in an open world, and you've got a drone, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, things started getting really interesting when like everything fucked up. So like, <laughs> there was just gigantic tank drone which kept on hitting a wall. Civilians kept on running in front of us while we were like in the middle of a battle, and they, <laughs> they didn't know where to go to escape the battle. So they just kept on like, kind of swarming around like some of the enemies because they didn't know where to go. Yeah. Um, the car physics was very not done, and so when I started driving, I started bouncing around really hard, which was really good. Uh, I was like to make up for you not going on the uh, whatever the hell it was called I was severely unimpressed by this fucking game yeah I don't really know what they're going for because Ghost Recon Wildlands is very much a games as a service type of game so is Siege in that like competitive sense I don't know what Ghost Recon Breakpoint is trying to like do 
I, I'm not sure of the intention of including the Ghost Recon mantra to it, apart from like they're just like spy soldiers. Yeah. Which the second anything goes wrong, they just start blowing stuff up. Yeah, that's the that's the main impression I've got from seeing the footage of it. It's a bit like, yeah, eh, weird. Like Ghost Recon Wildlands has got a following. Yeah, and it had a point. Like it had a, it was trying to do something. Mm. Yeah, I'm, is... I'm not sure what this is doing. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Like everything else there was cool. Like Gears Five was there. I didn't get a chance to play that. Um, Iron Man VR was there, and I got told not to take photos of that. Still angry about I'm, it. I'm, I'm so how, fucking. How mad. was the game? You didn't though? ask. I, I didn't get a chance to play it because, oh, okay. like, so I was like, "Hey, are you doing like media um, appointments?" And they're like, "No, you sort of just got to line up." Yeah. I'm like, like that. no. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, actually, I was like, "How long's the line?" She's like, "I don't know about an hour." I'm like, "Yeah, no, yeah. it's not gonna happen." Yep. Especially not to play a public VR headset. I don't want to get. Oh, Chris. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not not a good time. <laughs> Face herpes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the event was really good. I I, I do want to go again. Um, and next time I I'm actually gonna like look out for the schedules and try and find out who's and, playing. And bring someone else with you so you can go to that bouncy castle. Yeah, or I can film them on the bouncy castle. <laughs> oh um, my god, you just hate fun. I don't like bouncy castle. It uh, the siege gameplay. Um, the pro tournament that was really cool to watch as someone who knows nothing about siege. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of like when that game gets intense, it gets intense really fast. And so seeing like pros play that game, they made me go, hey, I should try that game. Yeah. Um, that game's legit. The tournament was also like presented really well. Like all, all the pro tournaments were presented so well. Like it was super, super professional. Um, the Fortnite stuff went a little haywire at the beginning, but they, they, they recovered, I heard. Cool. There was like an hour and a half delay of the first game to begin. Maybe that was like on Fortnite servers or something. It, it, it was something to do with the game not working. Yeah. Um, but shout out to the fucking people who were doing the casting who were vamping for over an hour to That's a, a crowd waiting yeah. and a lot of parents who were watching their kids on stage waiting for this fucking game to begin. And then getting like vamping the entire time before going into actually casting yeah, the like, match. Like, yeah. It was literally they introduced it and then they were vamping and then eventually they were like, hey, it looks like we're having some trouble, but you know, these things happen. And then they kept on going and talking about skins and talking about who they play as and their favorite moments at the convention <laughs> and then they were really running out of stuff to talk about but they were doing so well yeah and then to jump straight into casting this fucking game of fortnite like good, they, good job those people so yeah meo 2019 nice a good time we should all go next year <laughs> that's the official tagline a good time a good time <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you've sold me on it like yeah. it sounds like a, a a neat little scaled down nice little version yeah, like it's it's the arenas in that area are so good for that sort of stuff. Like they they what they do is they cut the arena in half, and so if you want to see the like, um, the Rainbow Six Siege stuff, you come on this side. But then if you want to see the Fortnite stuff, you go on the other side because oh, you don't need right. a full arena. You don't to need do a f- full tennis court. Yeah, for a- yeah, you don't need a full arena for a screen. You only need half, so they can use like twice the amount of spe- twice the amount of stuff inside one arena. Like it's 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 great. Mm. Cool. So. News. Yeah, that leaves us with the news. Uh, we haven't picked a whole lot because, like, obviously stuff has happened. Um, there are things uh, that have happened and then have just sort of become not news because it's, like, old now. Like, um, I can't even remember it. Has how old it is. Yeah, like the Walmart stuff and stuff like that. Um, G2A. I didn't... What happened with G2A? There's, like, the Subnautica thing. Oh, yeah, they got... Yeah. Um, there have also been a few events happening of, on like games Twitter over the last few weeks, and yeah, about we're a week, not week really, and a half. 
Pardon? About a week and a half, yeah. Yeah, and it's been pretty upsetting, um, but it's pretty hard to discuss and talk about. Uh, that being said, if you have been looking at any part of that sort of furor online, um, feel free to reach out if you need support, if you need help from stuff like that. It's been a very challenging week and a half. Take care of yourself. Absolutely. And reach out to people that you trust. And if you don't feel like you have those people, then there are helplines and stuff like that. And I definitely recommend that you get those feelings out of your body and express them and don't bottle it up. It was a it was a fucked week. Yeah, I was really sad. It it was just like it was heartbreaking in so many ways. Yeah. Um and yeah, just like it was awful. Yeah. It's awful. Um so hopefully yeah. it leads to change. Absolutely. And it's the kind of thing that it's it's important to mention. We were talking about this beforehand and it's it's hard for us to talk about because um Oh, legalities and, and, and trying to make sure we're doing the right type of reporting on the subject um, means it's it's difficult to talk about, but it's definitely important to talk about. So, if you have been in that sort of embroiled in it, as I know that we were, um, yeah, just make sure you're looking out for you because that's definitely important. Um, Aside from those things... We've basically just boiled it down to a couple of little topics. So um, I don't have a computer. So who can who can drive this section? <laughs> <laughs> you read it. Yeah, you, right, go, cool. you go. So cyberpunk. Yes. <laughs> but one reason or another is always back in the news. Like once a month, there is something, some controversy or the same controversy. Just like it's I can never tell. Version. Whether, I can't tell which side of the coin these guys are on. It's like, oh, we're doing this great. Oh, we're doing this terribly. Oh, we're doing this great. So tell me, Jeremy, what have they done? So two things. So in in order of chrono in in chronological order, the first thing they did is they removed the. Uh, third-person cutscenes from the. Well, they've announced that there no be there will not be any third-person cutscenes in the game. Okay, and that all the cutscenes will be first-person. I think their reasoning behind that was something along the lines of immersion and bringing you out of the game. So, why do you have a character, a customizable character? In that yeah, case? that's sort of that's sort of where I've been leaning with some of the stuff. Like at the beginning, a lot of people were upset that a game was first-person because they've been making third-person games for such a long time. And having a customizable character in a game like in a first person game is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I stand on it anymore either, in terms of like, I don't know what the point of it is anymore. Neither. Um, well, maybe they're getting rid of it. Getting rid of the custom- character customization. Yeah. That's. But people are so excited about that. Yeah. Mm. That's probably the only reason I'd play that game. Right. Okay. And if I can't see my character. Like I, I figure, if if they were gonna make a first person game that you don't see yourself in, I'm not sure why they wouldn't just choose a character story to tell at that point then, yeah. and then tell like a really interesting story. Yeah, because if if you're trying to be yourself without ever actually being able to see yourself, then you come into why No Man's Sky pushed me away at the beginning of the game. Right, because like I couldn't see. I didn't know where I was in this place, right? And then when third person got brought to No Man's Sky, all of a sudden it was a different game to me because I could be myself in that game. Right. I'm not quite sure what this is anymore for that. And it's interesting because, like, the trailers they've shown at E3... Well, they're not trailers... Yeah, but some trailers... Mm. Um, like, the, the, at the latest E3, that was a cutscene where you saw your character for the majority of the cutscene. 
yeah. Maybe that was just a cinematic trailer. Maybe that's just not what is going to be in the game. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's a bit strange. Yeah. Even Deus Ex, like that entire gameplay is in first person, but then you see it, your character. It kind of sucks because like Cyberpunk's theory, you know, in a, a D&D role-playing concept like because it started as as a and d thing right uh, yeah as a I think. board game i think yeah. Yeah. yeah uh where you can you know you create a character and you roll your stats and you you build up this character and if they're just taking that away i feel like it takes away from the entire point mm. like the entire concept of it mm. you know? maybe it's all about maybe especially you s- sorry especially because no, like it. isn't the game about um uh, forgive me because i haven't really seen much about it but like <laughs> isn't the isn't the game about making yourself better so like uh as in like like upgrading yourself and stuff like that yeah and it's like the whole concept of cyberpunk is upgrading and and bettering yourself in in that way it's like if you can't see those upgrades or if you you know then like what's the point yeah i think that's fair it makes me think like maybe it's maybe you see yourself when you're like buying clothes or maybe you see yourself it's for maybe there's lots of mirrors in the game. Okay. The, <laughs> then if they've if they've already started if they were already doing it in third person and they wanted to have first person, why wouldn't you just have both? That's a good point. Red Dead you can do both, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just I think that's a lot of overhead because then Like I think they never planned to do third person gameplay. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, for, like from it's the get-go, it's always going to be a first person. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. It It is interesting that they then decided to cut out the cutscenes. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Um, and yeah. they also took out... Yeah, so they took out genders. So Which also doesn't... Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah. So ties in. So uh, Cyberpunk specifically and CG Project Red, CD Project Red have had a history of um, poor stances and poor representation when it comes to gender and sexuality. Yeah. Um, specifically, um, a lot of transphobic jokes in advertising in Cyberpunk, which was the most recent one. Yeah. Um, their Twitter account has also been a bit. Yes, their, their Twitter account and GOG. What 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 was wrong? Yeah, GOG's Twitter account as well. Yeah, they're managed by the same person or something. Yeah, and they would make that they would make like just like really in poor taste jokes and yeah, comments jokes about and, being triggered and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2019. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, like not not just 2019 as well. Like there's like a history of it. Um. So uh, this is a quote from one of the people who worked on the game um, when talking about the character customization menu saying, for instance, you don't choose your gender anymore. You don't choose. I want to be female or male character. You now choose a body type because we don't want you to, because we want you to feel free to create any character you want. So choosing Mm. your body type, we have two voices. That's one male sounding and one's female sounding. You can mix and match. You can just connect them any way you want. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) it's a bit of a half step. It's, it's, like part of me feels like that they thought of this and went, ah, we fixed it. <laughs> yeah, we have we have figured out how to make character customization. Yeah, it, this is not it. But like, the thing is, like, like that ain't it, chief. If, if they're taking out third person anyway, I know. Then I know. Uh, <laughs> how are people going to refer to you by? 
are you just always going to be called them? Like, are they, they them? Like, that's a really good point. And then if, if that's the case, you know, yeah. if that if if being called they them makes players uncomfortable, in mm-hmm. terms of like if they mm-hmm. are a trans man, for example, and I strongly identify as a trans man, then like, like it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Like I, yeah. I don't know. I just feel this doesn't this isn't good. <laughs> In my opinion, as a non-binary person. Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair. It's definitely a half measure because they have received a lot of flack. And, you know, maybe they are trying to make steps, but they're trying to make steps with a game that's due out in eight months. That is gigantic. And and they're just like, how can we do this? It just feels like they're overcompensating, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, the the train has left the station. Yeah. And, like, I was thinking back to, like, a game that I had expressed myself the most when I was sort of younger, because I didn't play a lot of games that there was a lot of character customization when I was younger, just because there just wasn't that many around that I was playing. Yeah. And the first I think I played was honestly, like, Minecraft, because you could choose your own skin. Mm. And that's an entirely first-person game unless you go to a third-person camera, which no one ever does. No, because it's crap. Yeah. Uh, but it's also not meant to be played like that. No. Um, but you also see your character all the time, because when you open up your inventory, you see your character right there. Yeah. Mm. And I was thinking like, oh, yeah, that's probably why I changed my character so much when I was younger playing that game was because I could see myself all the time. Yeah. And you're probably also playing with other people at the same time yeah, as totally. well. Yeah. So. And so it was, and, you know, Cyberpunk doesn't have multiplayer. It does. It does. Cyberpunk is multiplayer? It's been confirmed today. Is there any more to that? Vamp. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, okay, well, I'm not going to go to that point then. But, it, it, but it, They had been hiring for multiplayer teams, so it was rumoured for a while. It's been confirmed today. Where the fuck did that... What? All right, is so, it co-op or...? I don't know. I'll find Surely it's not co-op. <laughs> well, so, like, in... Okay, but so, so if you, you're then making your character for the other person to see, mm. then why wouldn't you have third-person cutscenes? It, it just seems like a really weird, like, mixed messaging version of, like, well, you know, you can be yourself in this, like, really incredible world, but you don't see yourself. Yeah. It does seem like a mismatch. And also, what the hell is a multiplayer? Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer is now confirmed. So, this is on IGN. Uh, let me just get into the article here. So, this is from Alicia Judge at IGN.com. Uh... Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer is now confirmed to be in development. Uh, CD Projekt Red has confirmed Cyberpunk 2077 Cyberpunk 2077 will get a multiplayer mode sometime post-launch, putting to bed years of reports that it's been in research and development. Cyberpunk 2077 will launch in April with a single-player campaign. Uh, student answered on Twitter that a multiplayer mode will be added further down the line. Um... The plan for now is to deliver Cyberpunk 2077 in April, then follow up with DLCs brackets free and single player content and once we're done invite you for some multiplayer action does it say what that multiplayer action is at all nope 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 just crack down three um okay well that's all right then, then my point still stands in the sense of that like if you're going to be playing that game at the beginning and doing a character customization like for your character that's going to be going to be in single player for the foreseeable beginning of that game yep what's the point yep it's really weird. Yeah. Don't That's know what they're doing. Dumb. I'm excited for the potential of this game, but like I've heard people talk about how their racial representation is not that great and like presenting I was, minorities. I was, like, was, I was like, excited about it when they first announced it and yeah. I have not been excited about it since. That first trailer was really good. It was really good. And like CD Projekt Red, like The Witcher was great, yeah. right? 
Uchi was good. Uh huh. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Fingers crossed. I, I have enjoyed not- the tea, though. The tea? The gossip. Yeah. I have enjoyed the shit that's gone down. That's good. And Keanu. And Keanu. Like, there. just just a good moment. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That was It was one of the defining moments of this year's E3. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I want this game to be good, and I don't want them to fuck it up with, with bullshit like this. It's not this hard. It's it's not that hard to get this stuff right. Mm, yeah. Yep. Not that they would have you believe that. You'd think so. Anyway, moving on. What's, so, what's our what's our final thing on the docket? Chucklefish. <laughs> so, Chucklefish, the developers of Starbound, a Terraria-like game. A Terraria-like game. I think it came out. About a year after Terraria, a year came or out. two, yeah. yeah. I thought it was made by the same people. Like it looks so similar. It, it is very similar. Uh, Starbound is more about like the sci-fi stuff. Like you can go to different planets and Starbound. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Whereas Terraria was more akin to Minecraft, like crafting and like monsters and nighttime and stuff. Yeah. So, Damon is Matt Damon. I'm trying to find their last name. Damon Reese. Uh, the composer? Um, okay, so, so this is from Polygon. Uh, this is from Colin Campbell. Uh, the headline is, Young developer on Starbound says Chucklefish exploited their free work. So... Makes me sad. Yeah, so... Damon Reese worked on Starbound between 2012 and 2014. Okay. Uh, and was unpaid and was credited as contributor. Uh, they recently went on Twitter to talk about how it's really not right that they were using unpaid labor. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a quote from Reese: This felt normal and fine and exciting because I didn't value myself or my work. I thought that the experience and exposure I gained from working on the game would be enough compensation. That is obviously not true, but it's very easy lie. But sorry, but the, but it's a very easy lie for eager teenager to swallow. Yeah. Additionally, there were already a number of other contributors, many of the teenagers like me, who weren't getting paid. So, it goes on to say that when the game's beta... uh, This is still a quote from Reese. When the game's beta released in December 2013, it sold over a million copies in its first month, and yet Chucklefish Management still considered it wholly accessible to to continue using unpaid workers to complete their game. Uh, Reese now works as a lead writer for Route 59 Games... Quote, I have regrets over the whole thing. Obviously, I regret not quitting sooner and not standing up for myself, but I refuse to blame myself for being exploited as a teenager. Good on him. Them. Them, my bad. Yep. Good on them. Yeah, no, like it was, that would have been very hard to come out and say something like that, Mm -hmm. Um, especially considering Starbound has been very successful. Very. Um, Like routinely on the front page of Steam. Mm Mm-hmm. one probably many like it's 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 critically liked like it's it's a very popular game and to see something like this happening behind the scenes um especially considering they've put out more games since and as far as i can tell they they haven't like ever addressed this before it's pretty incredible that someone can go that far yeah on the back of free labor and not be caught It's it's stuff like this and like the stuff we were talking about that we were alluding to earlier that I, I was telling you guys this before, but almost every time I boot up a game in these last couple of weeks, 
I sit there and think like, what did this game cost to make? Mm. Who has potentially been exploited? Who has had to spend time away from their families? Who has like put themselves in a position where they felt uncomfortable because it was the right move to do for them, for their career, but maybe not for their mental or physical well-being. Like it's atrocious. I don't want to, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to, I don't want to think about these things as being possible for the entire industry at large, but it's just, there are just these problems that keep coming to light. This last year especially has been nasty. Yeah. Starting with like crunch allegations. Yeah. Starting with like telltale closing last year. Yeah. Um, right around this time last year. Mm. Yeah. The it, industry, as young as it is, is growing and changing. Well, it's also like, it also goes back to that original, like, that thing that I've, I've been sort of grappling with for a while is like, how sustainable is AAA? Yeah. Like, if you, if you have to have people crunch to make it, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying Chucklefish is part of this because Chucklefish is obviously not AAA. Yeah, very but, independent. Yeah. But if you have, if you have a game that has, has to come out by December of X year, and you have to work your developers incredibly long hours mm. through overtime to get that game out by then. And if you don't get it out by then, then that game isn't going to be made. And that happens everywhere. Yeah. And you start burning out everybody by like 35. Yeah. Then at what point does like the industry just go, this just doesn't work and has to like collapse in on itself. Yeah. Because that's already happened at some, you know, that happened at Telltale. Like, if that happened at Telltale, that can happen at Bioware. That can happen at, like, Rockstar. That can happen at, like, many, many places. Think of all the... I, I immediately go to the Sony first-party studios. Because yep. we hear nothing from them. Yeah. And I'm well, we, certain, with the quality of their games, that something's got to give. Yeah. Like, like I mean, like, we've heard that uh, Naughty Dog does crunch. Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's, not a, that's not a secret. Yeah. Um... And you worry you you think about Sony Santa Monica two with um yeah. with God of War after seeing their game yeah like I I I'm ninety nine percent sure that Corey Bar- that Corey Barlog says that they do crunch there yeah um I've heard Insomniac I I don't know if they don't crunch but I've heard that Insomniac is a joy to work for mm. so in, in like in terms of people love going to work there yeah so I'm I'm not sure what's happening over there we'll see what happens now that they've been acquired by Sony what what I yeah yeah no that that's a very good point. N- news we probably should have put down in this list actually that Insomniac has officially now been acquired by Sony. Yeah, after everyone thinking they already have for the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> well, fifteen. Yeah. Um, something that I'm curious about is, you know, Japan Studios, Nintendo, yeah, FromSoft. Like, you hear literally nothing out of there. Like, yeah. Nintendo is famously secretive when it comes to what happens behind those doors. The studios that make uh, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. It's interesting because. Mm you sort of tie that into like how Japan's work culture is yep. yeah. and it's like because you know Japan is very like you must finish at five o'clock you have to finish at five o'clock really yeah so like trains don't run past 12 because everyone goes home you have to go home like it's wow. very it's very cut and dry like this is when you start work this is when you finish work wow so yeah. I wonder how much that translates into crunch culture because when they're at work they work so hard yeah and like that's prevalent in university students and 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 
high schools and stuff part as well. Of the culture. It, it's it's work is part of the culture, but they're very cut and dry with when you work and when you don't work. That sounds so, so sensible. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, like, it, you know, it, it it goes the other way at that point because then when you're at work, if you're not like 100% all the time, then it's mm. it, it's very strict. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair like, enough. I, I'm, I'm curious, like I think what could be the most obvious, like, okay, so when I look at the Avengers game, everything to me screams people working as hard as they can to make that game work when like management has no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And considering that game's supposed to come out in like, Six months or so. It's like May next year. Is it May? I yeah. It was earlier than that. Nah, it's 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 in there. Okay. Well, considering how much we've seen, and that's, that game's just coming out very soon, and a property like the Avengers, it, I feel like they almost missed the window on the end game hype. Oh yeah. And absolutely. I, and I feel like that was because the game wasn't ready to be shown before then. Yep. Like looking at what we've seen and how much has changed between the first trailer that we got at E3 and that trailer that came out a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a noticeable difference between those two trailers in terms of like quality of like just like the visual quality in terms of the way things move it feels like they've been working intense on that game and probably just on that vertical slice like, honestly honestly yeah like probably and it makes me wonder how well that game is doing in terms of the people that are working on that game doing the hard labour on it it reminds me you know what it reminds me of did, did you see that trailer at E3 June? For the Avengers, the Avengers one. Uh, it's like four, four or five minutes of like, like cut up gameplay and cutscenes. Like you don't know what's which. And I don't think so. I just saw the most recent one, but I don't know if it's the E three one. So the like, the like twenty minute one. Yeah, they're very it, similar. It's very similar. It's just that the one at E three was that like cut down to smithereens. Like yeah. you couldn't really pick what was what, and so what that reminded me of was last E three twenty eighteen the anthem showing that they showed where they showed about four minutes total of mm, gameplay yep. cut up into about 30 second chunks just cut together fade cuts and stuff like that and you you there was no contiguous moments and it was like oh clearly something isn't right here because like they're not just showing us a 15 a tight 15 minute demo no that, there, there was a there was like a demo but it wasn't shown to the public yeah it was we saw it on stage at e3 mm. no no no, there wasn't. It was just like four minutes of cut up gameplay footage. It was not continuous gameplay footage. And what we'll, that we'll said to tape. me at the time, I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll operate under the assumption that I'm right okay. because right. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm very confident in this, okay. but I'm happy yep. to be wrong. But okay. for right now, I'm right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was weird to say. Um, but when I saw, saw that, I remember thinking like, this is E3. Mm. And they're announcing the release date is February next year. They're announcing that in eight months this game is coming out and they can't show us more than 45 seconds of continuous gameplay at once right now. What is happening and where are we going to be in eight months? And that game wasn't ready. It just wasn't ready. And that's the same thing I think here. When the same time they announced the release date this year at E3 for Avengers, they're showing us a gameplay trailer that doesn't actually show any of the gameplay for real. It's just cinematic cuts. And And they've been working on the game for like four or so years now. Yeah. That's a long time to have that announcement made. Absolutely. It's it's alarm bells. hmm. Anyway. Take care of your labor, please. Hmm. Also unionize. Yes, games industry. Please listen to us. <laughs> cool. So that's all we have on the for the news. Yeah, which means that that's all we have for uh, for this particular week. Bit of a longer one. We're trying to 
catch up. Six weeks. I think we're allowed to have a long. Yeah, one. get back into the get back into the swing of things. If you have any opinions on what type of podcast you like to listen to from us, whether it is a longer one that sort of goes into the nitty gritty or whether we get a bit silly or whether you like the more focused look, let us know. Uh, tweet us or, um, you, well, yeah, basically tweet us. <laughs> um, you can email us, but I forgot the email address. So, um, you know, that'll be in there somewhere. Tweet us, leave a comment on our website. Let us know because, uh, you know, we're always trying to adapt and, and figure out what we what we like to do and what our what audience wants us to do as well um speaking of twitter you can find the minimap twitter at minimap au you can find each of us individually there as well i am at kj kj palmer underscore no it hasn't been that long kj palmer underscore 24 that doesn't sound right i'm gonna kj palmer underscore 24 yeah you know that's it yeah Yeah. it hasn't been that long what do you mean since i had to say yeah yeah it feels like it (laughs) June, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> Junez, J-U-N underscore E-L-S. Jeremy? Obi-Wan Jez. If you like any of the content that we produce, uh, feel free to also head over to patreon.com slash minibapau where you can have a look at a range of tiers of ways to support us monetarily. You get a bunch of cool rewards for doing so. If you want to hear us talk about whether we would kiss Jeremy Runner, uh-huh. uh, please, please... Please Patreon us. <laughs> I keep forgetting. We have a pilot for a new podcast that we would like to get aired, but we need to fund the operating costs for a third podcast. Um, and we, we it's think... It's a very good podcast. It's, it's a good. really neat idea. And like, it's just us being silly for half an hour nonstop. And it was amazing when we did it the first time and we'd love to do some more. So consider having a look at that. All um, $2 and above gets you access to the pilot episode. So if you're interested, have a look, see what you think. Um you won't even notice coming out of your account. You won't even notice. No, no. Two bucks. What's two that? Two bucks. It's like half a coffee. Yeah. A couple of hash browns. No, not even. No, one hash brown. Are they, are they $2 they're each? They're like, like $1.60. Now. Oh, that makes my heart sad. All right. You eat one hash brown. <sighs> one hash brown's hash pretty good. This? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. All right. We're going to go get hash browns. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Also, check back with the Twitter and the website. We will be... Uh, restarting our regular article upload schedule. So look out for that. Uh, Look out for this podcast in a couple of weeks. Look out for game spoilers for the Outer Wilds in a couple of weeks. And until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.